live right now? Oh, we lit. We live right now. Lit. Oh, man. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Whoo-wee. Silk Talk Podcast Episode Damn you just said that quick You don't be milking the moment (laughs) See me I like to milk the moment I like to milk the moment And I want to milk this moment This is a very special episode so top podcast episode nine if you've been if you've been if you've been along for the journey up to this point i want to say i love you i want to say i appreciate you you know i'm saying you're witnessing history in the making right now even the energy in this room the guests that we have for this podcast like i feel like that's the first thing that comes to my mind when i think of this guest Mm -hmm. history in the making um, I'm very grateful for this moment. I'm re- very grateful for this guest to be taking their time to sit down with us. You know what I'm saying? This is a, a black excellence moment right here. You know what I'm saying? Melanin in a building. In a bu- 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 building. You know what I'm saying? Man, who y'all got coming on? <laughs> That's what I'm uh-huh. saying. That's what I'm saying. Dang. You feel me? It is with great pleasure. I want to announce and uh, welcome Jordan St. Pierre. Hey, hey, appreciate y'all. To have you, man, for real. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for coming, man. Ooh, we got a little smoky smoke. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, of course. I was going to text you and I was going to ask, like, yo, you be having clothes on <laughs> under the <laughs> robe? I just didn't know. <laughs> it depends on the vibe. <laughs> right? It depends on the vibe. Yeah, you know, I got my tank top on. Thank you for blessing me with the silk. I, I didn't have my own silk. You need to get your own silk. So we yeah, had to get yeah, you yeah. right. We had to get you silky. No, we had to nice. get you silky for the silk talk. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And it compliments the drip that's already there. You feel me? I ain't got no drip, but it's all good. I ain't worried about drip right now. Oh, man. <laughs> well, well, first and foremost, um, for the new listeners and viewers, I'm Honor the Deity. I am your Silk Talk podcast host. Been doing this episode nine, super lit. I'm a recording artist of about five years. Um, I'm living in, I'm living my best life out here in Los Angeles, California. Me and uh, Divinity moved out here like three, four years ago. And um, we're just actualizing our desires. You know, we're not chasing our dreams. Um, I'm not sure if y'all seen On With Friends episode six. I had a, a beautiful conversation with King Los. And he broke down that we shouldn't chase our dreams. Because being on the frequency of chasing, you're always going to be chasing. We, we need to uh, actualize our dreams. You know what I'm saying? And live them as if they are they are so. You feel me? So um yeah, that's me. I'm the deity. And my beautiful co-host. Hi, I'm Divinity or Hailing with Divinity. Um, aspiring herbalist that is currently going to school. Thank you for this, Jordan, too, also by the way. Um oh my gosh, I do so much. Videography, sound <laughs> no healing, photography. I'm getting into modeling. Um, yeah, and I'm just excited to be here today. I'm actually like a little nervous for this i don't know why i'm so excited i feel like um i'm just excited to like talk i'm excited to get deep and i feel like it's gonna be fun i'm excited to drink too i'm gonna drink a little bit tonight i really don't but i'm feeling a little better because i was sick so yeah we sipping tonight we're sipping tonight bacardi for surely let's go and um and for the people who don't know jordan st pierre who is jordan st pierre wow (laughs) um (laughs) Son of a single mom. I can relate. 
single mother. Yes. Shout out to my mom. She hits differently when you're raised by a single parent. Right. I didn't even know I was supposed to have a dad for a while. Mm. But uh, mm. 27, hustler, mm. ambitious, mm. creative. What else? Uh, connector. Mm. Dot like, connector. Like a vessel. Like I feel like I'm just like a vessel, you know, just mm. like an instrument. Um. And yeah, I just want the world to win. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Just trying to do my part. Mm. Mm. Dope, dope. I, I I feel you 110. percent Wanting the world to win. You know, I, I've I've been learning as of recently the importance of bringing value to others. And I feel like when you become good at being a service to others and bringing value to others, you're actually bringing more value to yourself. You know what I'm saying? The right. more that you put yourself out there, you put good energy out there, and you just wholeheartedly want people to win and be that dot connector. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, like people don't forget that, bro. For real. Especially the world that we live in now. Like when you do something genuinely good for people, like the people that rock with it, they really rock with it. And karma's always going to make it come back around. No, that's a fact. There's actually this quote that I read a while ago, and it was, uh, in order to get everything you want in life, you got to figure out how to help everybody else get what they want, you know? Mm. So, I love that. a way to manifest, they say. Giving yeah. to others, it comes back to you tenfold. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like the best thing to do is be a resource to people or society or whatever it may be, you know? So that's kind of like something I always kind of live by. It's like anytime I meet somebody or whatever it is, it's like I just think, all right, what do I have to offer? How can I help this person? Mm. Maybe all I can do is introduce this person to another person. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm always trying to figure out like, what what do I got? Like, all right, we just met. Hey, hello. Come to our event. Oh, you should meet this person. Oh, you should, you know, mm. it's like, all right, let me just do whatever I can do real quick. All right, cool. Job's mm. done. Mm. That's dope. Mm. So <clears throat> where did it start? Like, how did you get in the business of wanting to be that dot connector and help people? Like, what is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, where did that start um, for you, would you say? I was always the person that would organize, like, gatherings. Mm. So I would say it started maybe that I can remember in high school or maybe even before, like, you know, being younger, like, going to the park, you know, going to the skate park, whatever. But in high school, I was in ninth grade and I was hanging out with a bunch of seniors and I was the one that would organize the volleyball games. Wow. That's <laughs> wow. It don't, sound, it don't sound like much. Where are you from? The more you know. Uh, I'm from LA. Oh, yeah. So my mom from? was in the army. Okay. So we moved all around. Wow. At this time, I was living in North Carolina. And my mom was in Afghanistan. So I was living with my best friend, Nathan, wow. who does like the headshots and stuff like that. I don't know mm. if you've ever seen him at some dope few times. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> I was organizing all the volleyball games. And for me, it was crazy because, like, people that was seniors, you know, I'm a freshman. You just got to high school. And it's people that are seniors, you know, the cool people, too, not just, like, regular, just upperclassmen. It's, like, some baddies, you know, just cool people. Mm. And they're asking me, like, yo, y'all playing volleyball this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is cool. I determine if we play volleyball. <laughs> I'm that guy, pal. I'm that guy. <laughs> but Okay. 
but just from that you know fast forward like uh i just kind of love just being with people that i want to be around you know so like being with your team yeah you know just being with people who you enjoy being around like Mm. i'd rather be in an environment that i curate versus going somewhere where i'm not so sure what the vibes are gonna be you know Mm. because like i know what the vibes are gonna be if i'm involved in curating yeah yeah yeah. uh and it's fun to do so it's like Mm -hmm. you know why not yeah it was like I had all these friends that made music, had all these friends that made art, made clothes, you know, have their own different little businesses and just put them all in the same room, you know. Mm. Um, For people that don't know Jordan and like aren't in L.A., Jordan runs one of the hottest open mics in Los Angeles called Something Dope for the People. It really connects other artists to come together. It's a beautiful community that's spiritual and welcoming and happy and exciting to be around. So it's just really cool to like go to one of these events and feel the family and feel the connection in the community. So like, that's dope. I, I really yeah. admire that. I feel, like, I feel like that's something I also like really love and like in getting started to do is opening connections for people and being a safe space. So you're allowing people to come and be, a, and you're allowing them to be in a safe space, which I admire, I think that's lit. Yeah, it's like, you know, I grew up military, so I was always making new friends and stuff like that. Like, I went mm. to, like, 14 schools. Damn. Went to 14 schools. How did you? <coughs> how was that? Maybe that's how you're so good at making community, because, like, you had to make friends. Yeah. It's like, you know, you go to a school, and it's like, you might only be there for, like, you know, six months a year or something. So it's like, you could either have no friends for six months. <laughs> Or you get some friends real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you would choose, like, I'm going to make friends this time. Or, like, I'm I not going to make friends this time in this school. You just always want friends. I mean, some people don't, maybe. Yeah. But, like, when you're young and stuff. Mm. And the people, too, that I was going to school with, they were military kids also. Huh. So Oh, we, damn. So y'all all on that vibe. Bond, yeah. Okay. See, I could relate to that a little bit. Because when I was younger, my parents used to move around all the motherfucking time. So, like, I remember moving from two different schools in Boston to a school in Brockton for a couple months. Um, I remember I went to school in New York for, like, half a year. Then I went to school. Then I moved to Fall River. So, like, you know, I kind of always was (laughs) Was in, like, Fall River. Where is that? Uh, it's in Massachusetts. It's my hometown. Shout out to 508. (laughs) It is. people that live in that city. Like really yeah, small. that's that's my that's my city, man. That's why I'm representing used to be 508. Mills and like in mills, like there's no more yeah, just OD farm anymore. like vibe. But it's like before, it's more like mills, like like used to be farm type shit. Yeah, well, like mills, yeah, it's that's what industrial. I mean. I mean mills, yeah. yeah You're right. Like, it's like train tracks and industrial oh, type okay. shit, yeah. and just a bunch of young like talented ass motherfuckers. Shout out 508, man. But anyway, (laughs) so I can relate to you a little bit when you're saying you used to have to move around all the time and make friends. And I feel like when I moved to 508, that was the first place where I was kind of like there for like a duration, like a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like years, years, years. So um, I know what it feels like to like have to go somewhere new and make new friends. And it's like, you're right. You know, you kind of do want to make friends. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So like, you know. It's building it's a skill too. I feel like you, that's building a skill. It's OD networking. Yeah, it's a life skill. Building a skill because that's, you have to do it so many times. That's like, yeah, a, and, it's like and you, you can't teach it. You know, it's either like you're you good at it or not. <clears throat> learn who to make friends with too. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. There's it's like, you know, some 
kids make friends with the wrong people and that affects their lives a lot so have you ever have you ever had the wrong people try to be your friend every day so <laughs> how, how, how do you deal with that yeah how do you deal with that for anyone uh, in like you know the industry and they want to learn like i'm <laughs> a very like to myself kind of person like i only talk to the same people every day for like years you know mm. so it's a slow integration of people that come into my life mm. even with these events and stuff being like as big as it is it's still very slow integration mm. like outside of the wednesday events you know i'm still just with the mm. same same peeps so it's like mm. people only see me on this day that's pretty much it <laughs> so uh just about knowing people's intentions you know like a lot of people obviously are here in this city to get to where they want to go just like me and just like everybody else mm. so it's just about you know just feeling the vibes taking it slow it's no rush you know like yeah that's dope so how long have you been in la for now uh seven years seven years seven dope years. it's dope that you've been here for so long and like just to see where you're coming from and like the like what you're saying right now it's like okay like I could definitely see, like... Just, sorry, what? just so you know, I heard Ash is good for plants. No, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, just oh, so... I didn't say nothing. Yeah. I, I was like, like, he just asked about plants. I, I like, feel like I'm doing a favor. For it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it makes sense. I feel as though I'm doing like a favor different. to the plant. Just oh, no, for sure. That's my money tree. Help help my shit grow, nigga. No. Give me... You know what I'm saying? Help my shit grow. I'm about to make a bag. You need the praying hands on it. Yeah. I'm about to make a bag now. He did that. He blessed my money tree. He blessed my money tree. OD, right? Yeah, my grandpa has a a lemon tree me and my grandpa have that in common that we like to grow plants i got it from him and like when i go visit them back home he has like a garden mm. he shows me who he grows i got him a plant and actually bloomed like twice when i went last year and then like he told me he grew his lemon tree by putting cigarette ashes in it yeah <laughs> cigarette <laughs> cigarette but it hasn't grown any lemons yet grandpa it hasn't grown <laughs> any lemons yet i mean because the cigarette but of uh, ash you're putting in it i'm crying but it grew heavy though it's strong maybe uh, that lemon is gonna start right now you put the you put that force out there into the universe, no, but one thing I wanted to touch on was um, when you were saying that um, you hang around the same people all the time. Excuse me. Um, I feel like it's important for viewers to to, to really like decipher what Jordan is saying right now. Mm. Like Jordan running the biggest open mic in LA every Wednesday, you got all types of people trying to come your directions, like your energy, whatever it may be. Um. In the discipline that Jordan has, I hang out with the same people every day. You understand the type of like just hanging out with the same people every day, living in LA, that gives you such like a level headedness that like some people might not have just like turning the fuck up. Cause some, some people come to LA, they just go crazy, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they lose their fucking mind. <laughs> what, what was I've been here seven like? years. What was your first year yeah. in LA? Like? Yeah, I've been here seven <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying? So you did you have that moment where you were like, I got it out the way. Oh, okay. What was your first year like? Your first year? Yeah, what was that like? So I got here. I was 19, right? Mm -hmm. I had never moved out the house. Damn. It's your first time? Us too. Yeah. Wow. Fire. The first time, like, I came right from my mom's house. Yeah. So (laughs) it's like, you go home. So it's like, (laughs) before living in LA, it's like I had to be home at like 1 30 in the morning, you know? That was your curfew, 1 30 a.m.? Yeah. Damn, lucky okay, you. That's, that's amazing. You're very lucky. <laughs> <Is it>? <laughs> <laughs> lucky you. And I mean, I could come home later, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's good, though. This is like after high school. My curfew was... Uh, Mostly? 
No. Yeah, whenever I came, it was just me and her at that time. So, like, even though she was military, letting you come home at one day, she still gave you your freedom. Yeah, she trusted me to make good decisions. Yeah, that's. I feel like that makes, like, really good children. Like, I love the psychology behind, like, raising a good kid. I feel like if you let your kid have freedom, they won't, like, go back and rebel as much as a kid that doesn't have any They won't wild out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just thankful, like, I didn't get caught up with nothing, thank God. You knew not to. I did go to, like, an alternative school once, but that was it. Uh, but uh, but yeah. When I first got what's the alternative school? Uh, it's like bad kids school. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had to go there for three months. Really? Why? Did something bad? <laughs> <laughs> this <some> shit, man. <laughs> something very I talk immature. About it. <laughs> yeah, very immature. Mm. But uh, did did it provide a learning experience at least? Definitely. That's dope mm. for sure. I yeah. feel you. Yeah, I got out of jail. I was like, thank God. Mm. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't nothing like too crazy. crazy. It was mm -hmm. just stupid, stupid kid stuff. Yeah. And this happened in L out in L.A.? No, Oklahoma. Oh, oh okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. What is even out there? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, is there like nothing to do out there type there? shit? Nothing. Like, That's like what like, is not. Can you describe it a little bit? Like grass, moles, cows. Well, it's coming up a bit now. Is Oklahoma City, you know, they got a scene out there. People are making music and really are getting creative. But That's dope. Before, like it, like whenever I came to LA, weed was very legal. Like right before I left Oklahoma, mm -hmm. illegal. Sorry, oh. illegal. Oh, oh, okay. Like a homie went to jail for a gram out here. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> it's just a different world, you know what I'm saying? But now they're got weed and they got a lot of dispensaries, so they're progressing in a lot of different ways. Mm. They got more creative things. There was no lane for creatives before, mm. you know. Like I threw one of the first. I was gonna ask you if you threw an event there. Yeah. So the first event I actually did, I threw it in Oklahoma. Wow, while I was living in LA. Cause oh, shit. Oh, that's cool. Went back home and did the damn thing. Yeah, like, you know, you What's came from a... Yeah, it's cool. Like, you came from a small town and you come mm -hmm. to L.A. And yeah, you know when you to get to L.A., you got that... You got more clout. In yes! The, in the small town. <laughs> as fuck, bro! It's as fuck, bro! Don't you believe, Jordan, it's hard to live out here? Like, it's not an easy thing to live out here. You have to... Nigga, so it's like, not. Right? Like, what is nigga, we deserve that shit. After seven years. I mean, it's hard to live out here, but also it's hard to live in Oklahoma. You know, like, mm -hmm. I got friends that's not, they not balling in Oklahoma. You know, mm -hmm. they're still struggling, too. Mm -hmm. Like, people that live paycheck to paycheck, you know, you live in paycheck to paycheck. Nah, it's, it's not easy. But uh, It's not easy out here, for real, for real. But, yeah, I mean, my first year out here, I was in a relationship before I got to L.A., so it was like I went through a breakup. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it's like I'm, you know, 19, I just turned 20. I'm working out every single day. I'm lit. I'm single now. I got an apartment. I'm living life. <laughs> you know, like, I. it was a lot of things. I Like, because I moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. But when I came to L.A., I couldn't believe this was America. Like, I had lived all over America and the South. But L.A. is different. Mm -hmm. So when I came out here, I was just, like, just like wow this is what was crazy. so wow about it for you like when you came out here what was like wow this is america what about it um just everything the tall buildings you know like 
the parties, mm. the mm. underground parties. Mm. Like I was going to after hours. I was out till like seven a.m. You know, just oh. walking down Hollywood Boulevard. There's nobody outside except the Scientologist security guards. Because mm. yeah, LA does sleep. I noticed New York don't sleep, but LA sleeps. Yeah, yeah. At a certain time, ain't nobody outside. And then meeting like you know, just seeing celebrities. Like I remember seeing uh, Corey Massey or Kyle Massey from. Mm-hmm. From That's So Raven Mm, It was at his house party And That was actually the first time Like I hung out with one of my exes And what's crazy was I was at this house party Mm -hmm. I was like hanging around a bunch of influencers And stuff at that time And the reason I left the house party It's so funny now Looking back But it was cause Trippy Red showed up Mm. (laughs) Oh shit Like, you know, I didn't really know him. I just knew he was like underground rapper. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like the night was about to take a turn. Mm. Yeah, it was like 10 guys came in. They all just went straight upstairs. And I was like, I'm going to go home. (laughs) uh, Did you go home? No, I actually went to another party. Oh, shit. And I left the people I had invited to that party. I just left them at that party. But basically my Deuces. first my first year in LA was a lot of partying, you know. Same. Like yeah, my first two months. Yeah. But wow. I was I was at good parties, you know, like That's good. being at parties where you see these celebrities and stuff, like some people just absorb the clout side of it. Some people make meaningful connections, you know what I'm saying? So it's like from all these different parties and places I was at, I made meaningful connections here and there. And my network was growing like crazy, you know. So it was like so many people I was meeting. And I was filtering people, too, at the same time. So Mm -hmm. it's like I'm meeting people that I'm only partying with, but also... I want to ask you, how did you stay true to yourself during that? Sorry to cut you off. How Uh, did you stay true to yourself in, in those situations? You should be yourself. (laughs) <laughs> like like not to be not, like how do you not be the filter like do you ground i don't know if you know what that is like do you ground do you like take time for yourself or you like realize or what's your spiritual you, time look like is that what you're trying <laughs> to ask no kind of like how do you like not let that affect you wait sorry ask you one more time like how do you be around that energy so often and not let it affect you i mean it affects you like that's why I don't be around nobody now. <laughs> mm. well, okay. but, That's how you filter it. But okay. yeah, this time period, you know, it's like, uh, like there was people that I was hanging out with that was a part of my filtered people, mm-hmm. but it wasn't filtered enough. You know, I, I should have filtered it like a couple steps further. Mm. So that happened eventually, you know. So like my first three years in L.A., like... I'm having a lot of fun, but I'm not working as hard as I was my last three years. And that was mainly due to my surroundings. You know what I'm saying? Like, my surroundings had me moving slower than what I love to the pace I like moving at. Uh, but. That's what I think that's called, like, self study. Like, yeah. It's like you self studied where you're at, and you're like, yeah, this is slowing me down. Yeah, but, like, my biggest blessing is the people I'm surrounded by. Like, I have the best people around me. <laughs> so, That's it's dope. like, 
I don't super have important. So important. Super here. important. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. in LA. If you are out here in LA, you are an aspiring entrepreneur, aspiring artist, aspiring anything. I really do hope you're like paying attention to this conversation right here. Because you're you're hearing fucking inside game from someone who's really doing it out here in LA and really just tapping in with the culture and like adding to the culture, bro. And I, I and used to hang out culture. with friends that I argued with twenty four seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. It was like toxic yeah. friendships. Yeah. You know. Toxic roommate situations and stuff like that. So after going through the toxicities, I really valued like my peace. So that's why now like I delete my Instagram all the time. You know, like I'll my Instagram's private a lot of the times. Like I got like fifteen hundred unread text, you know. <laughs> like I just <laughs> live in my own world completely, you know. So that's mm. how you maintain to be true to yourself. You kinda stay to yourself more often. Yeah. And like that's good you advice. Have, Pay attention to have that. S- it's like it's like self respect for real. Like you respect yeah. yourself. You honor yourself. Yeah. But like I said, I went through the craziness. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So just I mean, you got to go through the craziness, you know? Everybody got to go through a little crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like going through a little crazy, a little rough time is like, it builds character. You know what I'm saying? It builds you to who you are today. Just don't get lost in the sauce. Don't. That's very important out here. It's so easy to, too. Can I get that lighter? Like, I was at a bunch of parties, you know? There's celebrities, whatever. I didn't post everything. Some people, the first thing they want to do is post, you know what I'm saying, and show that they're there. Like, for me, it wasn't about, like, showing people where I'm at cause, or showing people this this crazy Lamborghini or something. It's like, I actually did post a Lamborghini once or a Lamborghini and a Ferrari, but I archived both photos because I just realized I was like, I don't want... Yeah, I don't want... Like, there was a lot of people that I was seeing that cared more about their perception to people versus the reality. It was like Mm -hmm. they were trying so hard to upkeep this lifestyle perception. Meanwhile, they're, like, sleeping on a twin bed, you know, and, like, (laughs) just, like, broke. (laughs) It's like, yo, like, people would rather, people would rather look rich than have money, man. It's wild. For real, for real. And I feel like it boils down to, like, people just want to be these things without having to put the fucking work in. Mm. Like, motherfuckers scared to put the work in, bro. That's what social media did, though. It eliminated people wanting to work you know yeah because you could just be perceived that way and you know and it's a blessing you can make a lifestyle from anything you know what i'm saying one no, of these videos go viral yeah and boom now you're making 10k a month you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like that's what i love the entertainment industry man there's no boundaries there's no rules we could post a thousand videos a day if we wanted to yeah, you know what i'm saying sure. no one's no one's determining your output when it comes to being a creative and like whatever mm. yeah, yeah. like that's why i love being like the boss of something dope because if we want to have an event tomorrow have a fucking event tomorrow. we can do it we can do anything like mm. nobody's telling us nothing question so you recently had the the networking mixer I'm good. You want yeah. some? I'm good. Yeah. I'm high as hell. I'm high as hell. You want some, Chris? Help yourself. Chris, you want some? I'm high as hell. Do you want some? I smell weed yeah. for breakfast. Yeah. It's, I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, but yeah, so you did the networking uh, mixer event. 
It was amazing. Great vibe, great location. I feel like the location was perfect for the type of event that you did. And that location. Perfect. Fire. Was, I love it. That was a really good event. I got to play yeah. some Sorry music. Sorry about the bubbles, by the way. <laughs> like I was just trying to Cause it made the floor slippery I know I didn't realize yeah. Cause it was like a concrete floor yeah. It was cool But I was like have I a gotta Scooby make sure moment. That's yeah. the thing Like, like ah, I'm no janitor You know what I'm saying Like I'm the guy that's cleaning up cups And making sure nobody's slipping Cause we ain't got no insurance Yeah you were like really on top of it Like I feel like <coughs> Now you gotta be You gotta be You gotta, you gotta be like on point You probably left it amazing Like No it was very so good clean And like amazing And family like No you probably left it fire too. Yeah, venues appreciate us because of how respectful mm-hmm. our people are. And like mm-hmm. we've never had a fight or anything. Like everyone just kind of controls. Yeah, it's like venues be dealing with people that are drunk and annoying. Mm-hmm. So they just appreciate peace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. peace and Would organization. You ever have a venue? Yeah. yeah. I'm inspired more than ever now actually to get one like i was on my list more so for mm-hmm. it was more so on my list for like 2024 but now i'm thinking like man shoot, we might have to like mm-hmm. we might need to see what we can get into right now mm-hmm. you know? that's fire oh man talk about changing because we're game. making these people all this money no you yeah know? That's oh dude like, like, the more you could do yourself the you more so you should much, do yourself like, you can get wait, so I'm personal with like, it something dope wellness event or like a uh Wait, Sunday. wait, wait. Did we talk about that? We did talk about a little bit at um, okay. Diana's penthouse party. Okay. Yeah, and I, I'm waiting for wait, that. Wait, who's That'll party? Diana. Shout out Diana. Diana. You know what's crazy? Hey, I got a text. Look at this. You won't believe this. Mm. I feel like it has positive energy, something dope, and I feel like it would transcend well in an afternoon event. It's funny that you bring that up. Do you believe that? No, I do. Look at this text I got today. Look at that. It says today at like three o'clock or something. <laughs> I got. Wow. <laughs> that was today. That's crazy. that's crazy. It's so funny. A lot of things don't happen for months. Like no, that's sometimes things take a lot. Mm-hmm. Like that means it's gonna be fucking huge as fuck. That's why. Yeah. You mm, know, impactful. Like, whether it's big or not, you know, people think that things happen quick, like success. Like it don't happen hey, quick. Sorry to cut <laughs> you off. Hey Chris, could you check the audio? Someone said guys the audio is off. No. Yeah. Uh oh. Someone said no sound. Where's the audio? No. <laughs> Damn, it's getting so deep too. That's all good. That's all good. See what's happening. Let's see what's happening. How is it now? Can you hear us? Are there sound waves that pop up anywhere? Really? Yeah, no sound. <laughs> We're gonna have to end the start it again. Wait one second. Can can you guys hear us at all? Wait, somebody just said yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Is there an output uh, audio option on here? Mm. 
I love that we're imagine we're just all sitting here silent too. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's watching listening oh. to this on all right, people are listening to this on Spotify. We're hey Tori, can you hear us works. on the live stream? No. Still no. <laughs> okay. We're gonna have to uh yeah, we'll just just end it and start it again, I guess. Maybe it is a YouTube. How long we got the room for? You think it's the cables are fucked up? How long do y'all rent the room? Has <laughs> we uh, I think three to four hours. Oh god. Yeah. All right, we're going to end the live, I guess. All right, figure it out. You got this. All right, I love you. Thanks for letting me know, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for letting me know. (laughs) Thank you. Love you, too. Can you pause the camera? (laughs) Well, thanks for letting us know. That's mad love. So if they can't hear us, I mean, well, you said it's recording. It's just a probably. So we, yeah. I could have been eating chips. And you can take any yeah, of these Mad people huh, helped on. It was kind of hard to find jalapeno chips. Really? Yeah. Brandon Moon said no sounds. I was like, where's the audio? I feel like anywhere there's chips, there's jalapeno chips. Yeah, and it didn't start it again. I'll call, I'll call Tori. Tori will be our... We yeah, had mad people watching that shit, too. How many people? 22? 22, really. That shit would have been out. <laughs> Not funny. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, you want to come set it up? Set up your um, okay. Can you make a video for the uh, Silk Talk IG? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just text me another video. We're going back on live. We're just audio messed up a little bit, but we'll be back soon. Man, toured this crazy venue today. <laughs> yeah? Jesus. I got to ask you what your day your day of your life consists of. So many one of the questions, okay? Make the video? Yeah, I'm sorry. Audio messed up. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who made that? Oh man, my my um. All his work of art. He loves this fucking. Oh man. So much. Who made that? Uh, I want. I gotta say it on the live. I gotta say it on the live. Say it on the live. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my high school graphic design teacher. We have hell art in our oh house. Yeah. Art in our house. <laughs> that one's fire. I'm gonna call Tori. Tori, mate, can you hear us? Testing, testing. <laughs> I still don't hear you. For real? Oh, really? Yeah. What the fuck, mm. bro? Is this still Let recording the audio? Because if it is, we'll keep going. And like, we'll just have to have a little bit of audio in it. Yeah. So you were recording the audio? What yeah, the fuck? we record the audio as well. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Well, bro? I mean, you have the audio, so that's good. Yeah, right. We um, still have the audio, right? All right, gang. Okay. Uh, just make sure. You mind just stand on the line for a sec? Maybe it's an input setting. No, I got you. All right, thank you. <laughs> you can see us, but you can't hear us. That's fucking weird. I know, that is so weird. Or like the... So does it say it's... 
connected on your side? <laughs> today was such a good day, too. <laughs> I know. We had to have something going wrong today. Today was too perfect. <laughs> it was a really good day. Today was too good of a day. Like it's still not a bad wrong, day. Yeah, yeah, we were right on point on time. Everything. Right at 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Fuck. Damn, I forgot to post it to the soap top. What the Google, uh, YouTube. Yeah, like, are the mics good? The mics are good. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm tripping. Man. <laughs> Yo, we having a good ass combo it's too. It's good. It's still gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna have to re. Do you have a time frame, Jordan? Worst case, I just re-upload it. Damn. <laughs> this is the first time it's ever happened. No. Nine episodes. Let people know in the comments that you're figuring it out. You can still see yeah. us, right? In the video? Because a few people on at least YouTube, I don't know what else you're on, that you have a chat, but a few people on YouTube said that. Yeah, no, I seen, I seen. I got the text and then I seen the comments. I was like, oh shit. I put in the comments that we were going to go back live again. Okay. Hmm. This is so weird. That's how dope the convo was. Fucking tech couldn't handle it. So there's no setting there, Chris? Um, not that I can find. Does it go to, oh, it goes to OBS? Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, you know what then? Let's just, um, hey, Chris, let's just record it regular and just fuck the live stream. We'll just keep going and I'll just upload it tomorrow. Oh, wow. Is that it right there? It says the mics are disabled. Where does it say? Maybe that's it, right? That's crazy. I'm going to have to call Tori every time. Yo, Tori. <laughs> hey, Tori, I'm going to have to make sure I call you next time. Yo, Tori, we good? <laughs> no, I'm killing. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Were those sound waves there before? But actually, is it going live now? All right, we're live again, Tori. Um, tell me if you can hear me. Okay, one try. We're gonna have to edit that real quick. Can you actually yeah, just there's edit sound? Right now? There's now. There's that. I don't think that was there before. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was there either. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think they'll be able to hear us Chris, now. can you edit the title on YouTube? Nothing. Anything now? Hello, or maybe hello. Hello, hello. I think they can hear us now. Maybe we'll start a new one. Mm. Go on your phone to YouTube. Okay. 
Actually, we could just do it that way. I can second let her go. Um, I think you might have started a new live. Yeah. End it? Yeah, I just started this one right here. Um, do you hear any? I hear it. Oh, okay, we're, it we're good. All right, Tori, I'm going to call you back. End it. Okay. Love you. Good. We're good. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Okay, end this one. We'll start a brand new one. Uh, the way I did it before, it's gonna be up and. <laughs> <clears throat> That's so funny. Okay, next. Dismiss. All right. Uh, go to the schedule. All to the left. Yep. Hit that. Go schedule. Yep. Reuse. Boom, and then just go all the way until it lets you do the live again. Yep. But was it at least recording the audio for like for me to upload later? Yeah, we're still recording. Okay, cool. As long as we got that, we're good. Can you uh text me the link? Yeah, I got you. I'm sensing right now. Should be the same one. Oh, let me see. Awesome. Three, two, one. Alright, I'm gonna check the YouTube right now. Do you want me to copy the link? I have it right here. Okay. Okay, cool. But oh, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're saying you didn't All want good, to do though. that too. Hilarious. All right, cool. Sorry about that, y'all. Technical difficulties. We just had to um, restart the live stream. My homegirl, Tori, had hit me up. Shout out, Tori. Um, she, was, she sent me a text. She was like, yo, the audios. I can't hear y'all. So we are live now. I'm putting it out. Okay, but I got you, phone. Cool. Yeah, you could throw that on um mm-hmm. the IG story as well. I got you. Damn, we were just giving. We were just talking about some lit, 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 lit ish. Um. <laughs> dang, what were we talking about? That shit was so amazing. Well, we'll just let it flow naturally. Yeah, we'll let it flow naturally. Anyway, I'm happy that we finally got it figured out. We'll just let it flow. You know what I'm saying? That's the first time that ever happened on a podcast of ours. But, you know, I feel like every podcast, we're just learning something new. You know what I'm saying? Like, one thing that Kanye had said on an interview that really inspired me, he said that, uh, I'm not sure if he said it or someone said it about him. They were saying that Kanye isn't afraid to, like, make mistakes in pu- like in the public eye. That's for sure. Like Kanye learns in real time. I think he said that. He's like, I learned in real time. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with the podcast, you know, with anything in life, you learn in real time. You know, you can have a little hiccups. That's learn, man. That's why I make so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you. But um, so let's dig in. You know, I feel like let's tell the people, those who may not know, um, what what are you what are you known for out here in L.A.? What's something dope? For the people. Something dope. So the other day I was in the elevator, right? And this girl was like, what do you do? You know, people in LA, they just ask. And I was like, oh, I started this uh, brand. We throw events. Mm. It's called Something Dope. She was like, I know, Jeremy. Y'all sung me happy birthday. <laughs> at the event with DDG. Hey. So it was a random person in the elevator just asking me what do I do, and then we just so happened to had sung her happy birthday. I'm crying. Um, it, it's crazy, you know. It's like if you're an artist, 
in LA, you probably heard of it, and that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's I have an interest in separation with myself and the brand, though. Like, mm. like in my head, it's like I work for something dope, you know. Uh, so I don't really feel. But I was talking to Jeremy. I was like, dude. You're like a celebrity, bro. <laughs> no, I'd no be cap. forgetting. I'm like, dog, you're a friggin' famous, man. Like, <laughs> for reals. Uh, but what I love most is that it's it's a very positive thing. Like, someone said that we put a battery in his back. Mm. Wow. I was like, oh, my God, what a sentence. That's such a po- That's like a poem. Right? I was like, that's something. I don't know what it is, that's but it's something. That's something. <laughs> put a battery in my back. Mm-hmm. Every time I say it, I feel like I'm gonna mess up a word. Like, yeah. but uh, and he was like, "I'm sure y'all have no idea how many people you do the same for." Mm. You know, I was just thinking that, was that too. Just as beautiful. I was thinking that, that too. Yeah, because uh, it's, it's dope, man. Just like the whole community, I feel like it's put. A battery in a lot of people's backs bro you know like i was telling divinity earlier like i've been to a lot of events on the east coast a lot of events on the west coast but i feel like you know what you're what you got going on is like i've never really seen it before you know what i'm saying i've never really seen nothing like it before and it's very unique you know i mean it started as something that i wanted to be a resource for my friends mm. you know what i'm saying so it's like the foundation and reason in which it was started was so selfless, it grew to become this thing that's just so selfless. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's not for anybody, it's for the people. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, um, what is your, what does a day in your life consist of? Like a normal day, like a Tuesday? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> like, walk us through, what's a Tuesday like, like for you? What's your Tuesday work less hard than people think oh okay. shit <laughs> that's gonna piss a lot of people off <laughs> yeah. flex right uh, uh, talk your shit the only thing though is i constantly work you know mm. so it's like it, it portrays differently yeah with consistency like the more consistent you are the less hard you'll have to work you know what I'm saying? Ooh, no cap. Say that one more time for the people. Sorry. The more consistent you are, the less hard you'll have to work. Mm. Think about your room, right? My problem or laundry. I'll wait until I don't got no underwear Listen, to do laundry. Pay someone to do your laundry. Anu got me on that. It's worth it. Sure, I, I need to get on y'all's level, man. Um, bro, I'll send you I a was, spot, bro. Um, like that, I changed her life, bro. We were single mother. We did our laundry. I couldn't really like afford to go and have someone do our laundry. We never, that wasn't even something we ever thought about. We just every Wednesday we did our laundry together as a family. When we got older, we separated. But like, I feel like Anu convinced me, like you know, we can just pay someone to do it. Bro, I, I had to show her the light, bro. Like two months. No, I, I, show I, her I was two I, months. I just came back from like herb school. No, I, I would like, love to. If I you had can. it like that, shoot. It was bad. You can. It's not it. that expensive. I'm telling you. It's you know bad. what's crazy? The apartment I live at now is the first time I had to use a laundromat because we didn't have washer and dryer there. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. 
And How was your you, first experience? You can pay like forty. It's like forty dollars, even less. Like you wouldn't even a week. Think. No, like you you do laundry what probably once a month. Uh, realistically, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. You're a busy person. Like, but you know, pretty, I you thought the laundry mat was cheap though. Laundry mat laundry is cheap. Laundry mat is cheap, but do you have no? Time? Laundry mat is expensive. No, mm-hmm. it's not that expensive. Well, the one I go to is. I only been to one. No, it's like mm-hmm. it's like. He just goes to the most spend, expensive one in town. I spend, even know I spend $35 at least every time. Do you, how often do you go? Once a month. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's about right. How much is it once a month? Like $35. That's not okay, bad. that's not bad. That's not that expensive, bro. So you use a laundromat? I thought laundromat was like a dollar. But it's probably going to cost you 40 You think it's a good old day. I thought it was going to be dumb cheap. It's probably going to cost you $40 to get it done by somebody. And you just pick it up and drop it off. That's it. No, I need that. The other day, I, I hope was. That we inspire you to do that. You deserve it, man. Yeah. It's just the amount of like things you could do with that free time. I do it all the time, but you know, days where I haven't did laundry because I'm working on my business and I'm working, I'm doing AKA doing all the time. But folding clothes is like meditation. They fold your clothes for you. Too. Yeah, you just put them away. But sometimes I kind of like those days where it's like, you know, let me clean and fold my clothes and put them away. It's like a it's, meditation for you. Yeah, it's like a fresh start. Like, cause I really hate folding my clothes. So anytime I do it, like I have to really get to a certain place mentally. No facts. Uh, and it's like just during that time, you know, I'm just thinking, just about different things. It's it, it really inspires you to like work harder, you know. Like sometimes I was living a bougier lifestyle for like a few years, like here and there, like Equinox membership and. Mm-hmm. You know, just like really nice apartment, like Hollywood, and uh, oh wait, dang it, what was the point of me saying that? I'm sorry, I distracted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was making sure our audio was being on still. <laughs> dang it! Uh, oh my god, I was living this type of lifestyle. Laundry? No, you're talking about how he used to live this type of lifestyle. Maybe he's like more humble with it now that you've been here for a while. Yeah, I was about to make a good point. He over here got strong. the munchies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the munchies. Was waiting for the quote too. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the munchies. I started eating them chicken wing, man. Yeah, I started eating them chicken wing, man. Yo, if y'all are watching on oh, YouTube, oh right my now. bad, I remember. Okay, okay. look at it. Look at it. Get it. I remember. Okay. You work harder when you got less. I know, isn't that weird? You work harder when you got Not less. That's a fact. Because a lot of people, once they get on, like, they get lazy. They be like, oh, all right, I made it, I'm done. You work harder when you got less? Yeah, yeah like, when you got less money, you working harder. But why do you money. think that is, though? What do you think is the I psychology behind that? And like, wait, wait, wait. Really uh, yeah, that was right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a matter of, like, think about it, like, just hunger in the most basic sense, right? Mm-hmm. When you hungry You're mm-hmm. trying to go eat mm-hmm. But if you're full You ain't trying to go do nothing You're full You know Like you might just chill You don't have that hunger in you mm-hmm. So it's like me Like I, I like Make sure I have that hunger Instilled in me in other ways Whether it's like Alright The laundry mat is a reminder That hunger's there You know mm-hmm. Alright Intermittent fasting like literal hunger is a reminder, you know. Mm. Like, I love intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's my fave. I enjoy doing it. Yeah, I feel like I think faster on an empty stomach. 
Yeah, it's the best time to do hot yoga because I practice a lot of hot yoga, and like you can't really eat yeah. two hours before you you puke almost. So like you I went to hot yoga a few times. You liked it? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, you hot. Take eight. you to a class. Hot eight. That's where I work. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Which one? I work at the one in Koreatown. I work as a sub. Like I just like work randomly. You have to work a certain amount of month. Like I only days. did the yin. <laughs> I went to school there to become a yin teacher. She can teach him. Yin is. So you never did any of the other ones? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> do power. What's that one that we did with Daliana? A bar. Bar. Where'd you take it. You sent her the link, by the way. To what? To li- the live. Oh, I can send it to her. Yeah, send it. I was scared of the yeah, other bar. Stuff. Was crazy, bro. Yin's cool though. Yin's cool. It really pushes your mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It pushes you beyond yourself. It makes you have a lot of discipline. It's very um. You control so much of your body by just taking breaths. It's so hard in your hand. You're standing in this posture and it's like, you can't, you can't like stay straight. You're like wobbling. You're getting frustrated. But like, if you remember to take a deep breath, you can stand still. There's stillness in it. Mm. It just like reminds you to breathe. And like, it goes deep as like to remind you to have stillness of life. Like, you know, so it's like, it, it reminds me of that. It's such mental discipline. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely find a lot Yoga of symbols. spiritually working out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can definitely find a lot of symbolism um, in yoga for sure. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It's spiritually working out. I got a, I got a question for Anu. I'll get it. Oh. I got a question for Anu. Okay. So, you changed your name from Lil Death Star to Anu. <laughs> <laughs> How come? Oh, man. Man. So, um, let's see. I guess we could start at what the birth of Anu, the birth of Lil Death Star. So, well, Death Star was birthed at a really... Do you have any extra napkins, bro? Can I have one? Thank you. Little Death Star, thank you, bro. <laughs> Little Death Star was birthed at a real dark point in my life. You know, um, was going through a lot of things in life. Car had just got repoed. Um, nah, before I moved out here. Car got repoed. Wasn't making no money. Flat broke. And I was just in a really depressed mind state. So I really had to make this persona and this kind of like being to like shelter me and give me the strength to carry on in, my, in that reality that I was living at the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what made me even start doing music. Like I turned in a little Death Star and I started doing music. I moved to, a, moved to L.A. And I think it was the year 2022. Um... And it was on the date 2-22-22, I had quit my job. You remember the date? Yeah, I quit that, I quit that job at 2 um, <clears throat> wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't happy there. Sounds like a good day to quit a job. Um, I'm saying, you know, that day was very special. Um, and I just really just told myself, like, you know what? Like, I fully and utterly bet on myself. Like, I fully and utterly, like... Like, I'm choosing myself, bro. I'm not choosing situations that don't serve me or don't make me happy or don't align with, like, my goal and purpose. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I bet on myself. 2-22-22. Um, and I remember I had changed my name to Anu on my birthday, like, a month earlier, January 16th. Um, and it's just where I was in life, bro. Like, Lil Death Star Wars birth in pain and depression, but... I'm, I don't feel that pain anymore. I don't feel that depression anymore. Like I wake up every day, like thankful just to even be alive, bro. Like the first, I the first things that come through my mind when I wake up was like, I'm just grateful. I'm appreciative. I'm here. I'm actualizing my dreams. I'm loved. I'm wealthy. 
I'm beautiful, like, my life's amazing, you know? Just your affirmations, like, that's just, like, the vibration that I'm on these days, just love. Yeah. So I'm like, little Death Star, it just doesn't serve me anymore. So I changed my name to Anu the Deity. No, and I- it's also has a deep meaning, too. Like, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of the Anunnaki. Have you? Um, oh, wait. The leader I've of the Anunnaki is named Anu. You know yeah. about that? Have I you heard of it? I say it's a theory, but it's not really I mean, theory. all I have is heard of it. Okay. Um. Yeah, so, like... If you listen in, look up the Anunnaki. And the leader of the Anunnaki was named Anu. And Anu also means supreme being, supreme ruler. So I'm like, this name just aligns with me more, you know? Yeah. I, I don't choose pain as my superpower anymore. I choose love as my superpower. You know? Nice. Yeah. No, I love seeing the name change because, you know, I, I kind of stayed away from Lil Death Star. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, Anu, Anu, cool. Yeah, Anu, cool. But Lil yeah. Death Star, mad. I'm not gonna lie. That's why I brought the piece here. Lil Death Star is actually dropping a song uh, on the 18th. You you know what's crazy? Where is Lil Death Star? You know what's crazy is like, you have the two names right, Anu mm-hmm. and Lil Death Star. Mm-hmm. You got the same outfits, right? Just because of the name, it makes the outfit look different. Yeah, I styled him. <laughs> but no, it I'm, does, and I'm looking to play on that a lot more. Like during my shows, like my next batch of shows are gonna be in fucking sane, for real. Because I feel like I'm just like really deepening my branding, and everything is just falling into place with my sound, and like discovering the distinction between like Anu and Little Death Star, and like learning to play on that. Like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot I could do with that. I'm it's not like, gonna lie. It's like Kevin Gates, you yeah, know. It's fun mm-hmm. to work with Anu. Um, Compared to like spreading the personalities up with Anu Lil Death Star, I feel like you were able to tell me like, hey, like I'm I'm making Anu more of a something in my life and like I want to dress this character and I was able to be like lit like let's portray that character you want or you're like you are so it was like so fun to like see you embrace what I had like offered you to wear too mm-hmm. like I feel like some things like I was like. I would offer in like in the past, he'd be like, "Oh no, like I'm not gonna wear that. What the fuck?" But like this time, he was like open to it. And sometimes, yeah. like I, I'm learning about myself through self study. When someone rejects me, sometimes I like hold back, like hide back, and like I'm I'm afraid to like shed the light again because I'm like, damn, because like I never really got rejected like that. Like yeah. I've always like did so much in school. Like I became a nurse. <laughs> I went to school. Like I've always worked really hard for what I wanted. Yeah. So like when he wouldn't like be like, "Oh, I don't want to wear that," he'd be like, "Oh." <laughs> but then this time I didn't give up I was like What about this yeah. no, And like It was just no, awesome No cap so cool. Like the last The last couple photos I posted on my gram Have been styled by Divinity Like the last two nights I went out out Divinity is like I got something for you boy Let's go Do something on me I'm saying My last outfit was kind of controversial I'm not gonna lie I posted a couple TikToks In this outfit And motherfuckers was just like Yo But a couple people like When I went it was what, at the networking was event. What? I was at the networking event. Remember, I had the babushka and had like the pink uh, thing and I had like a chest bag under mm-hmm. and had like tie dye, uh, white and gray. It was at the networking event, yeah. the first one. You, yeah, you'd be, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You put on whatever. You know, we threw it on out there. But it's just crazy to <laughs> yeah. see like the difference between like people in LA. I feel like people in LA, like, I don't know, they're just, there's just a different type of style out here than like anywhere else. I feel like it's like people somewhere else in the world be like, yo, what the fuck you got going on? But motherfuckers in the was like, yo, that fit fire. Yeah, here you can <laughs> yeah. do anything. Yeah. Like we have our best friend, Tori, who, like, picks styles out and, like, clothes. And I got that sweater from her. And, like, Anu wore it so well. And it was just so beautiful to, like, I see did wear it well, didn't I, baby? Yeah, I wore that well, huh? I wore that well, huh? And it was, like, fun to see. Thank you. 
something that like, a girl would technically wear or like it was pink so like it wouldn't be like that to like see him really rock it was so beautiful to see listen shout out young thug man one of my biggest inspirations and idols in this music shit bro like for just studying thug, him man. studying his game bro motherfucker threw a dress on for a whole album cover like motherfucker really pushed the bar on like <laughs> the outfits that he wore and like how fire his music was and just like and he Haitian, we both Haitian. It's like, yo, free Thugger, man, for real. But Thugger's definitely one of my biggest inspirations. And I put that on um on my IG story today. I'm like, man, like y'all had me feeling like Thugger. Cause like some people fucked with the fit. Some people was like, Man, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I'm good like, to make people feel something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm easy feel to feel something than feel nothing. I'm so proud of you. That was so beautiful. It's easy <laughs> to go so unacknowledged. Lovely, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you want to be remembered. Mm. In your own way. And speaking of being remembered, bro, like, what is your, what would you say is your goal with, like, this whole something dope for the people and, like, everything you do to the events? Like, what what are some of your goals, bro? Like, what are Um, some of the things you're working towards? What would you say time frame wise? Like, long (laughs) term, short term? Uh, I feel like a good place to start. Where do you see yourself five years from now? All right. 2028. So five mm-hmm. years ago was 2018. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, I'll be 32. Five years ago, I was 22. <laughs> Dang, I can't even imagine now. Uh, I would hope in five years I have at least what I'm hoping is one million dollars liquid. Like it's a beautiful goal to have. Yeah, like liquid, you know. God willing. Uh and brand wise, uh dang it's so hard. Like rolling loud is I want to say, like, not even 10 years old, you know? Like, it might be, like, eight years old or something like that. Mm. And they started small, and then they were building top-down, you know, so getting these big artists, and then they got the bag and then went crazy. (laughs) So I would hope that in five years we're doing at least one festival a year that's, like, 20,000 people. Ooh. Whether, you know, it's in California or anywhere in America, at least one a year, you mm-hmm. know, if we're mm-hmm. doing five festivals a year, that's 20,000, that would be, I wouldn't say ahead of schedule, but that would be awesome. Do you want to be like as big as like a Coachella like that? Coachella's very big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I don't want to cap the size of the event. Because I think it's just going to keep going no matter what we do or try mm-hmm. to do. But uh, Coachella's huge. Mm-hmm. But I'm not opposed. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, multi-nights, sleepover, all that. Like That's yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we'll crazy. create a whole it's new... I never even like been. That. I never even been in on like that. Yeah, you would like it. You never been to Coachella? Nah. It's cool. Like, I think the best festival... I heard, I heard it got, like, watered down over the years. Like, I heard it's more, like, just for, like, money now, I guess, in a sense. 
I mean, one person told me. going to say something. Yeah. You but, you went last year, right? Uh, the last one? Yeah, this, this year? year and uh, last year. What did you one? think about it? Um, It's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't be there. Like, even if you have VIP, mm-hmm. like, I don't think, because I get claustrophobic and stuff. Like, I don't think I could do a Coachella experience without having, like, an artist wristband or, like, a backstage access thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 100,000 people there. That's more than your whole city, bro. Damn. You know what I'm saying? All in one place like that. Yeah. i never even been. Like, trying to see yeah, one yeah, artist, bro. Frank trying to Ocean. See one <laughs> Are you kidding me? Mm. 100,000 people trying to watch one artist, one stage. And then he just stands there and doesn't do nothing for hours. Uh, People hours? were passing out. Uh, you seen it? Huh? You see were there? Yeah, I was there. Around that time? I wasn't that far from the stage. Like, we were in an artist. Uh, we were in an area for artists. Like, Lil Nas was probably, like, 40 feet away. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, 300 people in between. Like, everyone wow. was sardines there. It was terrible. Mm. Like, I was squeezed up beside... Uh, He's in, uh, what's the name? The Scientist, Eric, the, some, the rapper. The Scientist. Is he in Wedding? I think he signed to Eminem. Mm, but either way. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, something on Coachella size would be dope. But, uh, like, the Rolling Loud model, I really love it, you know. They're doing so many places overseas. Coachella's just out here in California. But Rowan mm. Loud just did Thailand, all these oh, places man. in Asia. They got Miami, New York, you know what I'm saying? So, like, what Rowan Loud is doing, I would love that model more than the Coachella model, mm-hmm. you know? Because Coachella is just once a year. Uh, Rowan Loud is, like, five times a year. Uh, and then the record label. Ooh. So, yeah? Tell me yeah. more. That's really... I'm about to cancel. I'm about to cancel this event this Wednesday, and really just trying to get more time to focus on these other things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like we have a lot of label relationships. We got a lot of label relationships, and I was working with the independent distribution company and working at a music studio like Pooh Bear Studio for four years. So Mm -hmm. it's like I'm like tapped in with these music industry people, Mm -hmm. but it's just like we uh, we had to get to a certain size to even be entertained in the conversations. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, they're literally working on Justin Bieber songs. Like, mm-hmm. what do they care about an open mic for? Mm-hmm. So That was uh, one of the questions fun. I actually had for you. Um, it was like, let me look up the direct question. It was like, what do you recommend an artist to do at this time in the industry? Keep being independent or sign to a label? Mm, I think artists should do whatever they think they need most at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everyone can say, yeah, stay independent. Don't sign a deal. Man, if you're broke and someone comes to you with a million dollars, you might make a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's a million dollars, and you were broke, you know? But after making a bad decision like that, don't make any more bad choices. Like, don't go take that million dollars and buy a whole bunch of things that lose money and depreciate value you know Mm -hmm. like yeah it's a loan and yeah it's a terrible loan but don't buy assets don't be an idiot you know what i'm saying jewelry you can (laughs) buy jewelry as an asset 
and keep it as yeah. gold and then resell gold. it. That's a good thing to buy. I feel like if you're an artist that's signed and needs like where to put your money, I feel like that's valuable to put it as gold. You know what I'm saying? Because like me, like imagine if something dope was an artist, right? I wouldn't sign like no crazy like deal where it's like sign away master, you know, and all that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's just like a, some sort of like got to recoup a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? I might be confident in my ability to recoup that million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what I was doing without it. Mm-hmm. So it's like It's about what they do With the money You know what I'm saying Yeah 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 Like And you gotta understand How quick the money goes Cause a million dollars Is a lot of money You know oh, yeah. Like just cause The artist signs for one million Doesn't mean Oh it wasn't a ten million dollar deal Or whatever A million's a lot But They control the money How it's spent oftentimes. So I guess you know You gotta make sure All that's structured But No matter what My advice to artists Is Record labels, they don't know what to do. They got so many <laughs> artists that are signed. Mm-hmm. There's way more artists that are not famous that are signed than famous signed artists, you know. Yeah. So for them, it's just a numbers game. No matter what, you got to work hard, you know. Yeah. So whether you signed or not signed, you got to be your own boss in both scenarios. Mm-hmm. You got to work harder than everybody else, you know what I'm saying? And just make sure your team is working hard because there's a lot of people I know that signed that would love to be independent and you know a lot of people that's independent that want to get signed but either way it's like yo it don't matter Mm. you have to do the work yourself you know like it's up to you like they can't make you work super hard they can only do so much you know it's up to you if you want to party and do drugs and you know whatever or no that's what that's where a lot a lot of artists get it get it fucked up a lot of artists think they get signed they think it's Oh, it's lit! Yeah. Like yo, we like, I'm on. made it. I'm on. They gonna I put my song it. out. It's game over. Are you pimping? Hold it down. And it's like, bro, no. Like you still gotta. That's just a loan. You gotta pay that shit back. You gotta put the work in. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of artists get it fucked up because they go in these situations. They thinking they just gonna get handed a million dollars. They're like, wait, I gotta pay it back. Wait, I gotta recoup. Wait, I'm, y'all get a percentage of this, that, that, that. You know what I'm saying? So. Make sure you gotta you just, work hard. You artists out there, just understand you gotta work hard, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless if you're signed or not signed, you gotta bust your motherfucking ass. I say your best bet is to just fucking grind and build and grind and build and learn to build leverage. Leverage and don't is care super what others important. Think. Don't care what others think. Build leverage, build your name, build your brand, get your team, put the fucking work in, like Jordan says. Who said he only talked to the same couple people every day? Like that's how you gotta be, straight up in LA. You need to take your team and billionaires and billionaires. You take your team, build your team, and you lock the fuck in. You see my hands right now? They're locked together. That's what you gotta do. Get your people and lock the fuck in. But again, this is after years too, though. Oh, you know it takes it so, for surely takes time. Like, you know, just because you got your people, that don't mean lock in. Because you might need to unlock a couple things and then lock mm-hmm. in. You know. So like Be flexible Once you feel secure With what you got Boom mm-hmm. Lock it up And Get it, get it rolling Cause uh, Yeah You know Just wanna mm-hmm. Keep the peace I gotta try that I ain't yeah. yeah Try the herbal Little time healing divinity so What's, it, what's the story it. Yeah let's, let's talk oh, about wait. that story But last time we was with Jordan Nah we don't gotta talk about it <laughs> 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 
he taught him and a lot of other people taught me i need to like work on how i pack it more you add some like sticky shit to it yeah it's good um, though um this one's packed deeper <laughs> but halo with divinity is working on like rebranding and changing what did you make the other day you made some you weren't feeling well and then you your other your friend oh tori yeah. wasn't feeling our friend obviously my bad um tori, wasn't feeling like well tori should be here yeah no she no cap so so shout out tori you want our, our live stream for those watching now our live stream had disconnected earlier we didn't have like the audio going shout out tori. and shout out tori she had texted me like yo i can't hear nothing shout uh, out bunny too i seen him yeah shout out bunny shout out bunny was in the comments too i think bebe was in the comments too Thank you. thanks for letting Thank us you. know for that's love that's love mm-hmm. and uh, i had called tori and then we got the live back going mm-hmm. um but as i was saying nah so yeah you were feeling a little under the yeah, weather I like it. There's no tobacco. There's no weed. Straight herbs. I like it. Lavender, rose petal, um, raspberry leaf. It's very like beautiful scent in that. The mania. Just like these herbs make you feel light and like soft. Like when you smoke them and calm. And it's. (laughs) 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 And I feel like I just wanted people to i don't know i felt like i like the oral fixation of smoking but i want to do it healthier way yes and i don't want to smoke tobacco and like i don't like smoking weed too much because it like makes my head really cloudy and i can't speak when i smoke weed it like blocks me from like saying things correctly (laughs) so i was like i want to like smoke herbs i think it's fun and like we smoked an herb camp a lot too which is fun no i love it i actually was looking into it a few years back Mm -hmm. like herbal blends and like how you gotta have the it's like three layers like the base and then like the lavender like the flavor one or like mint or whatever like uh it's very intuitive for me and green tea like Mm. it started with somebody gave me a green tea cigarette i never had a green tea cigarette yeah you can get a box on amazon get the fuck out like they're already green tea and it's caffeinated what that's like a coffee you have energy but like you're ingesting it into your lungs instead of ingesting it into your into your body. Like, but it's green tea. Wow, that makes sense because yeah. you can ingest like vapor, so you can ingest it's still getting ingested, but into your lungs. And it's That's like they use it as like prop cigarettes. You oh, know, wow. it's like green tea cigarette. Oh, but sure. it'll have you like, oh, like mm-hmm. I'm yeah. ready to start my day. Okay, yeah. but I-, I wanted you to talk about what you had made uh, for yourself and for Tori because you weren't feeling too well. Oh, elderberry syrup. You want me to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. There's <laughs> a new little invention. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I've, again, done a lot of self-study. And I noticed that I was really into herbs, but, like, I was afraid to, like, create things. I had, like, a block. I would, like, be nervous and, like, hold myself back from, like, creating something that I was, like, really into or, like, needed. And I think it was, like, a really self-worth thing. So I would, like, have the thought, but I would just fight the thought because I feel like working out really helps me with this. Like, when I work out, I'm, like, fighting through the pain and, like, fighting through discomfort. So I, like, fought through those thoughts, and I was, like, I'm sick, and then my friend Tori wasn't feeling good, and I was, like, I'm going to make this elderberry syrup. And I made it, and it was just, like, really amazing. I feel like... I feel like I healed myself and I feel a lot better. And like, I healed myself in like two days. Living up to the name. (laughs) It was just like elderberry um, in a decoction, which is like, I think this is how you say it, but it's when you steep the herb for more than an hour. Don't get a salsa away now. 
I could talk a little bit about oh, it. Dude, I don't know. Get a salsa <laughs> in there. I want the whole recipe. Right? You're going to get a whole recipe. They're steeping right now. Damn. Oh, <laughs> D, they getting the <laughs> items right now. They writing it with a piece of pen and paper. Right. You gonna come you go to healingwithdivinity.com. You gonna buy some if you sick. All right, that's it. Anyway, it, it was cool. That's what I'm gonna sell. It was gonna dope. She made me try some, and it tastes Man, like I tried CMOS once. Oh, I wasn't ready for it. Yeah, you liked it. No, you wasn't ready for it. How did you? Like how did you consume it? Just had a spoon. And just ate it straight. Oh, you tripping? If I give you CMOS. put that shit in a smoothie, brother. If I give you CMOS, <laughs> I just ate it. If, if I give you CMOS, will you try it? That's rough. How will it be? CMOS. As long as it's ocean. not just a straight scoop. <clears throat> nah, you're supposed to put it in like a shake. But she, you, she also oh. made um Do you smoothies or shakes or coffee. Yeah, CMOS tinctures. That, I was working that on that, but it was really hard. Yeah, she's working on it right now. It's where it's just like a a dropper, eye dropper. You just take it and just uh put it in your mouth like three drops. You're you straight. Oh. And I'm working on that, but it's she's still really working on it right now, though. Yeah. Need to put together. Yeah. Mm. Do you know how to make? Oh, sorry. No good. Do you know how to make colognes? <laughs> Cologne, yeah, like a smell. Yeah. I'll do that in the in the future. Maybe I won't make it a cologne. I'll make it an oil, because oil stays in your skin longer. Yeah. And like. Like a like you got a rub. Yeah, oil just stays in your skin longer. I think Rachel told me. Shout out Rachel. Shout she out was, Ruby. She was talking about how like. When you sweat, oil gets the stronger, the smell gets stronger. Wow. Pheromones. Uh, yeah. It's like <laughs> cats. Okay. Yeah, literally. Cats so got would be pheromones. Oil. It wouldn't mm. be like a perfume spray. Y'all got but a I cat? Have a face yeah, we got two cats. I was just going to ask you if you got a cat. Do you have any pets? Yeah, I got a cat. You got a cat? How do you have time to swim with your cat? You I don't. Want I'm, I'm, I, I don't spend time with her enough. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Having so a I bad cat, dad. When you go home, I bet like it's, it feels so good to see your animal. Oh yeah, but cats are so self-sufficient, you know. Yeah. Like if I go to Vegas for two days, I know like my cat's okay. Just gotta have food, mm. water, yeah. shit. Yeah, cats are smooth. Like cats are smooth. Good for two days. We yeah. went back and forth between getting a dog. Not yet. We're not ready. For There's this dude that goes to my gym. He has what's it like a, a some type it's of the, pit bull? Like, original pit bull. Original pit bull. Like original pit bull. Pit bull and it has like a big head. Yeah, a small body and a big ass head. And it's just like shit, cute. adorable and, like, as hell. And Anu, and like we look at it, and we're just like she brought it up first. Our, so it was her it's, idea first. It's our dynamic, and it just like looks like yeah. how we would look like as a dog. Mm -hmm. And that's how you need to get a dog. Y'all think y'all would look like the same type of dog? No, but I think we, we would have the same type. Well, do you notice that in L.A.? People in L.A., everyone that has a dog in L.A., the dog looks like them. <laughs> has, like, some ma matching characteristic. Yeah. You people ever notice be, that? Sometimes. You're probably going to peep now. Be, You're going to peep now. No, people be using dogs like outfits. It's like a part no, of no outfit. Like a prop? Yeah, it's like, Dogs yo. are beautiful, though. They make you feel amazing like, when you're with them. I'm not going to lie. I just hate seeing huskies in L.A. Why? Yeah. It's not their climate. It's a desert out here. Mm. That's not where they need to be. It'd be so hot. It's like 100 degrees. You just see this husky. Just can't even put all of his paws on the ground. It's walking all weird. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, because they're like meant to be in like the snow yeah, and shit. If we can get a dog, it would be in, yeah. it would be in the future. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. In the near future, though. I wouldn't get a cat a again. A, a boy can dream. Yeah. A boy can dream. I wouldn't get a cat until my kid asked for one. Uh, yeah. I got a dope cat. Uh, I love my cats. It's just like, I don't know. I what, love them. What kind of cat do you have? Do you know? Uh, tuxedo. Oh, those oh, yeah, I used to have a tuxedo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so nice. Right now, we we have a black cat. and um. as much as you want. Sometimes I want to go to like 
I mean, Costa Rica. You can get a babysitter. Who doesn't want to watch a cat? Everybody wants to watch a cat. That's true. That's true. My cats are really <laughs> nice, so I think people would watch them. People would probably pay to watch a cat. Like, can I rent your cat? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have responsibility that eventually can give it back. My cat is so dope. She might be down to, to let me rent her out. Wait, is that pimping? Oops. <laughs> $20 a week. Rent my no cat. No cap. I'm no, trying to bring my black that. cat. I got a leash for my black cat. And That's I'm scenario. trying to train... My son, Obi Obsidian. It's my boy. Love you. <laughs> I love Obi. I'm going to train Obi to walk outside. Good luck, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's done really, like, you have to make them comfortable. So we put the harness on him and then he can have it on. Like, off He's comfortable with the harness now. It, and now he's, like, very comfortable with it. Oh, shit. He's also very smart. <laughs> he's hella yeah. smart. My cat used to be an outdoor cat when I lived in Oklahoma. You brought it from Oklahoma to LA? Yeah. She actually lived in a few places. She lived in Georgia and Florida. Oh. But now she don't go outside no more. No, LA is too much. To put her. Yeah, I wouldn't put her outside out here. She yeah. wouldn't come back. She don't even try to go. <laughs> no, I don't. She don't like. She like. Nah, yeah. I'm staying in here. <laughs> <laughs> My, sh I have a stray. Her name's Gypsy, and like, I asked Spirit. I was like, I need a cat. Like, I need. Something. You caught it? No, I didn't catch oh. it. I like. Wait, so is it in your house? Yeah, I live with it. Oh, so you caught it? Um, I went somewhere and got her. She wasn't like on the street street, but she was a stray. Oh, okay. Yeah, because she when they have a clipped ear, that means they were stray cats. I feel like all cats were strays. At some point. Like, do people be buying cats unless it's a fancy one? Well, our black cat, our black cat, we got um as a kitten from. I wanted to raise a cat. Dude, cats should be free. The government should just give them out. <laughs> Not for real. <laughs> there's plenty of there's enough of them out like there. Forty dollars for the adoption paperwork. That's close to free. Owner, like a <coughs> I paid. <coughs> Excuse me. You paid. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah I did. I did. Cat, yeah. I did. Didn't I? And oh shit. Got the second cat free. Oh wow, look at that. <laughs> so, where do y'all see yourselves in five years? Let's go. Five years. You go first. I gotta yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Five years. I want to start getting into community more and holding space for other people. I think I would be great at holding space for others. I really want to do that. Um, I want to. I want to travel more. Anya's like, is she gonna say start a family? <laughs> <laughs> no. And she's like, am I gonna say start a family? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to start a family in five years. That's just too soon. I see myself being an older parent. I always said that, like, older parent. Like, yeah. I would be able to have kids when I'm older because I'd be very healthy. Because I take care of myself. But, yeah, I'm going to be older. Healthy parent. gal. Um, hey, you never know. You never get to choose. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you don't. Well, I get to choose. Well, let me not say that. You can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could choose OD. I mean, I was saying, like, if something unexpected. Yeah, well, you, you have the choice, though. Yeah. I grew up with a single mother, so I was always paranoid about being able to have kids. So I put my birth control. If I had was birth control when I was like, I knew I was ready to have sex. I put myself on birth control. I was a very, my mom five gave years. me freedom. Okay. What do you see some five years? I'm sorry. Because I want to hear, okay. and we got to wrap up a little bit. Okay, uh, I, I don't know. I, I you don't know what you see some five years? I Okay, I do. I want to study herbs more and, like, help other people with herbs and, like, grow my business um i want to do more markets so i want to get like in a market community a farmer's market community 
I to like sell your stuff? That, to sell my stuff. You would kill it there. That would be a yeah. full-time job, like just on Sundays. Yeah, Bro. I would want to do that a lot. I'm trying to tell him, man. You should do ladies' night. Yeah, I Next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday? When we go Well, let's do it. Um, Thank you for always holding space for Healing with Divinity. I want to thank you for that. Yeah, OD. Shout out Jordan, for real. Jordan's always showed love. First places I've been to that, no? Mm Mm-hmm. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, did I? Hey, whatever I can do. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. And, and that in itself has been a fun experience like even helping you with that and like seeing you sell things and talk to people and explain things like yeah. i'm excited for you to get back into that i could see you though. doing it full time like i don't know the full time situation but it could it looks like it could be full-time. this was giving you like encompass the brand you know so it's like yeah. i have new labels and two i just did yeah, yeah, she's been doing a lot of like, rebranding. It's dope. You know, it's like, I'm not saying you got to sell, like, the herbal cigarettes full-time. You know, it could be, like, a mix of hosting sound healings and, yeah, you know, just mm-hmm. other things. That's all a part of that yeah. wellness lifestyle. And now that she, like she said earlier, she has her, was this a certificate for the yin yoga? Is it called a certificate or is it a license? Yeah, certificate. Yeah, she got her certificate in yin yoga, so she's, like, certified to teach. Ooh. So like, there's so much Like she has a lot to play with With I this do, health and wellness field like, The yoga The yoga The like, medicine Everything Okay my overall goal in life Is to own land Have a retreat Have people pay to live with me For two a month or so And we heal together We do wow. sound baths We do mushrooms We do like That's my ultimate goal It's like own something And like Do it that way So that's my So like I see it I just I'm just at a phase right now Where I'm like learning the skills like, I want to learn sound bath. I want to learn shibari. I have an amazing friend. Shout out Jaina. I know shibari. And I've seen her heal people with shibari. And it's so beautiful. So I would love to learn that. I want to tattoo. I feel like people that spend however amount of money to spend, to stay with me for like a month, we're going to tattoo. Like, you're going to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? If you're with me for a month, you're definitely going to get a tattoo. You're going to want to get a tattoo. And like, so have remember. that experience with me. So mm-hmm. like, there's so many things that I want to incorporate in it. That's very cool. Yeah, that's so. But I want to own a warehouse back home in Fall River because we have huge warehouses with nobody in them. Where? In back home, my hometown. Where's that? Fall River. Fall River. Massachusetts. We have huge. Five hundred eight. What's up? Massachusetts. We have a huge warehouses with nobody. They don't. I know. Used, I know. And I want to own one. And I, I think you definitely can, but we just got to make sure, like, because some things they be cashing on fire, bro. There's a lot of the mills in my hometown be cashing on fire, bro. And I'm not trying to put that energy out there at all. I want to make that clear. I'm not trying to put that energy out there. It's going to be protected. It's not going to happen. Cool. We'll just we'll do the proper inspections and stuff. Yeah, and I want to own a record studio, like people to record music. Nice. And a yoga studio together. It's going to be hot yoga though. Ooh. There we go. That's not yeah. five years old. That's like a ten-year plan. Yeah, we definitely gonna go back to our hometown and put that pressure for real, for real. Five away, like you know. I, I feel like because like that's why I feel like you know you come to LA, you learn so much, and like you know some people may look at LA as like, oh, why would you go there? So much competition, but it's like it doesn't have. First of all, you don't have to perceive it as competition because I don't perceive it as competition. I perceive it as so many different avenues and outlets to like learn and like soak up game from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I feel like coming from a small town, I finally, in L.A., I feel like, all right, like, I'm not the only one out here, like, trying to make something of myself in this lane. And I've been learning so much and meeting so many amazing people. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, niggas want to take that shit home and, like, build, you know, because, like, I don't have that where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people that want to 
venture off into these things and like work on their craft and like work on music and artistic things but they just don't have any platforms and I feel like in LA it's just like just been like one big learning experience and I'm looking forward to continuing to build here but also like bringing that back home you know I want to they need it they need it spread that I recommend that the uh the first show that I had did when I said it was in Oklahoma there was never like a show where it was local artists that people paid to see like people were on twitter they're like why would i pay to go see so-and-so you know so it was kind of like teaching them like look you're gonna pay ten dollars to come see me perform Mm -hmm. yeah i want to be a rapper (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so like it wasn't a like they don't think of that as being a possible real life you know like they don't think it's anywhere near possible you know that Mm -hmm. but after doing that show there and people paying ten dollars to go see these people they knew it set off i was still living in la so i just went there did the show came back but it set off more people doing shows there and like you know just putting together things and charging selling tickets you know mm-hmm. like it was so cool. once they see it's possible yeah it's like oh shit this is a real thing it's possible yeah now they go crazy you know but it always takes that first person to be like yo like this can happen like because la is reality. ahead here you know yo dude, yeah 100%. like years ahead yeah years ahead facts like, facts the growth out here Mm-hmm. Like it would have took me five years to get where I'm at now. It took me oh, like five, five years, years back home. Yeah. Yeah. It would have took me like six years. Like it's mm-hmm. like this is a portal, most definitely. No, the city will change your life ten times over. Like it'll keep changing your life. Do you mm-hmm. see yourself staying here for a long term in your life? Mm, honestly, once I can afford it, I'm leaving. Okay. Where would you? But go? just probably part time. Like I'll still have an apartment in LA. Okay, you want to live by coastal or whatever, like two places? Yeah, I feel like I just need to be, like, on the East Coast or somewhere, just establishing this other city and hub. Mm. Uh, so it's not even like I really want to. Like, I just feel like that's the next thing I, like, need to do. Because uh, I love L.A. Mm. L.A. is a beautiful place. Gotta spread it. Yeah, but I'm down to, like, I, I feel comfortable with the foundation that i have here and just like people that i know mm-hmm. so i know if i leave for a year i'll come back and it'll still feel the same would yeah. you still like have events going on out here yeah mm. yeah well, yeah. no one would notice i'm gone except for the people that see me <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like, no one would even notice and that's yeah. a fact no one would notice i mean we would notice but if you know you know type shit I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like we only yeah, see each other when we see each other. So it's Type like shit. Mm-hmm. until you see someone in person, it's like all you do is see them online. Mm-hmm. Not facts. Yeah. yeah, especially social media, you can see someone every day, but like not see and like virtually, and like seeing them in real life. Um, qu- question to change the subject a little bit. Um, how did you how did you meet Jeremy? It's a crazy story. I wish he was here to tell it. Yeah. Because the story starts with him. Yeah. Uh, for me, I met him through my roommate. Mm-hmm. But for him, he met my roommate like in a crazy like way. <laughs> uh, mm. And I wasn't roommates at the time. It was my future roommate. Mm. So it was my current neighbor. 
So maybe I was across the hall whenever he met him. I never thought about that. Oh, sure. No, okay. no, no, no. The time was off. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, Jeremy met my old roommate and past neighbor on Hollywood Boulevard. Because they were my old, I'll just say David. That's my old roommate. David and some homies were rapping Kendrick Lamar. And I guess Jeremy came up and started rapping him, rapping with him. And mm. Jeremy was with some girl that he knew from like high school or something. And she bought everybody shots. And they got lit and they ended up sleeping on my neighbor slash future roommate's couch, David. They mm. slept on his couch. Like after that random meet and party. Mm. And then David just followed Jeremy on Instagram. I don't think they ever really linked up, but I remember David would tell me about Jeremy and stuff like that. And I didn't meet Jeremy until 20, I think it was in the pandemic, actually. Wait, no, no, it was before the pandemic because he was at the early something dope events. Uh, so it was like 2019. Uh, he came over to our apartment to record something with my roommate. And I just met briefly and then oh wow. and then he was coming to our uh something dope events so you know we were like connecting there at those events okay. and fast forward we start having events at black star burger and he lived like right beside there so he would be at like all of the events and i'll be at like black star burger every day so we started getting closer and closer and then he went through a breakup and then it was just like yeah. we just locked in you know <clears throat> how long you guys been friends for uh since 2019 but really like 2020 is like like we were just like 2020 was such a big milestone for people in their lives yeah like it really changed people's lives and you were here before the pandemic can you can describe what la was like before the pandemic amazing yeah, better than how it was <laughs> everybody was so says, good so oh my god says. i was about to quit my job i was making all this money doing events mm. everything was popping would you say how close are we to what it used to be? Because we, we came in the pandemic, so we don't even know what it was like. Honestly, it's different, man. Like, I haven't been out in the streets enough. So it's like, I used to really be in Hollywood, you know, like Madam Siam, you know, no vacancy, dirty mm -hmm. laundry. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to live right there. The apartment right behind there is where Jeremy met my old roommate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that place used to be popping, and you you just knew where it was popping, what was cool. It was like after pandemic, things changed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people left, and there's a lot of new people, a lot of new things, new employees at the places you used to go. You know what I'm saying? Music mm -hmm. sounding a little different. Yeah. The promoters ain't doing the same clubs no more. So it's like the type of people that was going to this and going to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like a connection. A lot of people went back home. Yeah, so it's like after pandemic, you go to a bar that you used to go to, that you used to love, it just don't feel the same. Uh, yeah. But I don't really be going out much no mm. more anyways. But, uh, mm. yeah, a lot of people definitely, like, went this way or the other. You know, for me, it was good because a lot of people, like I said, before the pandemic, Los Globos probably had an event every day, you know? 
Mm. But after pandemic, they just had events probably Friday, Saturday, you know, Thursday, wow. Friday, Saturday. That's how people can open back up. Because people closed down. Yeah, like people that did events, there wasn't as many as there was before. There's less people that do events after pandemic. Mm. So it was easy for us to slide into venues, you know, like the last year, year and a half. Yeah, it was like a clean slate. It's like all these places wanted people, you know, so yeah. venues were were up for grabs right when the pandemic ended, for sure. Wow. Perfect timing. Snuck right in. Yeah. Same way how we, we moved in fucking yeah, mid-pandemic. We snuck in. <laughs> we were like leaving, so. Yeah, let's get that also. We snuck in this cheap, bitch. Like, to live out here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. I hated the pandemic though. Yeah. I feel you. We didn't know. Like we still went to parties and stuff, but it was like all underground. You had to like, yeah. really know people. Too. And we we also had nothing to compare it to, so it was just lit as fuck. Well, mm -hmm. I had a couple conversations. People were like, man, before the pandemic, this shit was crazy. I'm like, damn, this shit ain't crazy. Mm -hmm. This shit ain't crazy enough. Like, mm -hmm. damn, this shit looks fun. Mm -hmm. You feel things me? are crazy now. It's just different things. Mm. But yeah, I'm so jaded, and I hate it because I keep myself in a certain bubble like i be forgetting other things exist mm. so it's like i'm you're trying Virgo, to you said taurus you're a taurus yeah oh, oh taurus what's yours mm. for some reason i thought you were a gemini huh? that's weird yeah Close. guess guess, guess. taurus <laughs> nah it's earth sign though what is it capricorn nice <laughs> team cow what's yours <laughs> capricorn Do you know astrology at all? uh not a crazy amount you know like you're rising in your moon they're both Aries. Double Aries, Taurus. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've gotten some reads and they seem accurate. It's yeah, all good that's, stuff. That's intense. That's intense astrology. In a, not a bad way. It's just like really fixed. Once you get something done, like Taurus, Aquarius, Leo, and Scorpio all have these same traits where they're called fixed signs. So once they start something, they finish it. And they can get into this really hyper-focused mode and like really dig deep into a project until it's done. That's what fixed signs do. Some signs, like cardinal signs, like they direct and tell people the best areas, but some signs, like fixed signs. And that's what it is about stubborn. It's, we're not stubborn, we're fixated. We ain't stubborn, mm. we fixated. I wanted to ask too do you make music at all? Uh, no, but have I you? have. You have? And like I'm around music so much and stuff and involved in a lot of different ways where it's like I know I have good creative ideas to add mm. although i may not make it myself you know just from being around people that are at the top of the game you know it's like if you are around that you hear what Soak other people say it's like why do people say you should do that you know it's like i don't know pro tools but i might be able to you know do something like you know i know that's like a was like a CL1B or something over there, like that blue thing, you know, or that's a tube tech, you know, like mm -hmm. I know my way around a little bit, so mm -hmm. just from living in it. Mm -hmm. But okay. nah, I don't. I don't can know. can can the people expect any uh, some <laughs> some music from Jordan? Like you, you know, like what type would it be? Do you have like the only way? Like, are I you dropping any joints on SoundCloud anytime soon? I was handing. Definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although there is one on SoundCloud from 2016. Ooh, you yeah. want, you trying to shout that out? You tell people what they can look nah. up. Okay. And <laughs> honestly, it was my first time ever in a studio. Okay. I was nervous. My legs were shaking. I had the lights <laughs> off in the booth, but it wasn't the worst song ever. You know okay. Saying? I'll say that. 
Okay. It was the worst thing ever. You know. Oh, I love that. I remember when I made my first song. That shit was trash. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was trash. She throw. I remember when I first started making music, and I started showing you the music, and then he was just like, yeah. <laughs> "I was really man." Music with him. Like I feel like. And I also his opinion. I always give. Yeah, that. yeah. And I also sent it to my homie, um, an art, my homie, and uh, the artist I was managing at the time, uh, O'Hara. And like, I never forget. I sent him one one of my early songs. And he was like, bro, it don't even sound like you're serious right now. <laughs> I was like, wow. What a sentence. Bro, I was like confident. I'm like, yeah, this song, I hate. Like, this song, he, he was like, bro, it don't even sound like you're serious. I'm like, wow. Like, punched a hole in my whole yeah. chest, bro. But you kept going, though. Yeah, but I kept going, man. And, like, you know, now, like, shout out to O'Hara. O'Hara told me, like, the last song, uh, Playing On My Glock, he's like, yo, that shit was fire, bro. Let's like, go. shit like that means a lot. You know, especially when you get, like, um, kudos from people that you respect who are like also like hustlers in their own way and like they they tell you like yo like they see you they recognize you what you got going on in your hustle and shit like that should be meaning the most to me yeah it's cool you your transition since you went from like managing artists to, to becoming one becoming an artist nah, no i feel like everything happens at the right place in the right time and i feel like the universe put me through every situation that it put me through because before i became an artist i was managing artists you know so like you know, I have a background in like music marketing and, you know, creative direction and stuff like that. Uh, I also shoot music videos. Uh, the music video, Little Death Stars, dropping on the 18th, was shot by me, Divinity, and Honeymoon. Oh, we was talking about the art earlier. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. What is it? What is it mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My graphic design. Shout out uh, Mr. G. Mr. G uh, from my high school had made that once he had found out I was moving to California to actualize my dream. Uh, in music No this is dumb fire Yeah well, I used to go by Lil Death Star And um, he was like Yo let me know When you get your spot And send me your Addy I'm, I got a little something for you I was like I bet Sent the Addy When we just moved to the B&B In Culver City And he's in uh, Massachusetts <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah He's on Massachusetts Back in 508 Shout out to 508 How does he man. do with art He's a He's a He's a well known Graffiti artist yeah. So like he be doing his thing You can find him on Instagram At Renee Gagnon um, yeah, He got fire. some really dope shit yeah, he has a dope piece he made in Mayweather too. Um, super fire. But he's super fucking dope. Yeah, this is beautiful art. Super hey, dope. Compliments on this art. No D. No D. It's a I beautiful love, piece. For real. I love art. Really like uh creating music was just like a random phase. I wasn't planning on it. Mm -hmm. It was just like that was what was happening at the time, mm -hmm. I guess. And then I wanna you, ask, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? rich hey <laughs> let's go i always love money like i always was making my own money too like mm. when i was in fifth grade and fourth grade i had a newspaper route mm -hmm. so i would deliver the newspaper and it sounds like a cute job right mm. no <laughs> it's terrifying be like chicken shit about your route I mean, was terrifying. I only it. had like twenty houses probably that I had to deliver the paper to. Uh -huh. But the thing is, is you have to have the newspaper out before seven a.m. You know, and so, that's early. Yeah, so I would be up like four a.m. or something like that, wow. and we would get the papers dropped off to us, and we would have to roll them up. And if it was raining, we would put them in like a plastic sleeve mm -hmm. and put like a rubber band over it. You know. And we got like our addresses 
and we just go and take them. But it's like there was time I saw like a skunk. <laughs> like, you know, it's like you in fourth grade. I don't even know how old you are. I had a flashlight. And it's like the darkness can be a little scary. You know, like Massachusetts, mm. it is dark out there. Like mm-hmm, we had mm-hmm. street lights, And I was living on base, so it wasn't like dangerous neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But just the yeah, fear of darkness. Time, you know, yeah. it's like I'm. I'm a little kid. I'm out here. There's animals. I'm out here. Dolo, what's going on? <laughs> you used to be paranoid anytime one streetlight was out. But pretty much, I was cutting grass too. Me and my homie, we would like cut a yard for $20 and we'll split it $10 each, which is insane. Mm. Like front and back for $20. What the heck? But gas back then was like, you know, dollar a gallon. A dollar, yeah. Oh, so that was good money for you back then. Yeah. But I always had like my own money, you know, and. Whenever we moved to Germany, I was making even more money, just like bagging groceries. And I remember I wanted an Xbox, and I just went and bought one. Hey. And then I was like, that's awesome. Like, I love not having to ask, like, hey, can I get an Xbox? Like, I was like, hey, I just bought an Xbox. I'm like, that part, <laughs> that part. Damn, I can relate to that so hard. It's interesting when you said the newspaper route thing, because it, it, like, stirred up, a, like, a memory that, like, I kind of forgot. A little bit. I don't know if I ever told you. When I was younger, I used to help my dad deliver like newspapers. Really? Yeah. Have I ever told you that? No. Yeah. It was like a very vague memory I have. I think he was doing it for like, th- I don't know, not that long, like three months. But I remember being in a car and like um, putting it in like the plastic bag and a rubber band. But we would like chuck it from the car. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he's supposed to do that. <laughs> we and you, I also didn't get paid. I was a very tiny yeah, kid. You could throw it. Yeah. You could throw it. And uh, <laughs> but we didn't throw it. Like no. my mom, like was having us put it on the doorstep. Oh damn! But what was cool is whenever it was like holiday season, they left so many gifts for us. Oh wow! Cause like we would have to see the people whenever we would have to charge them for the subscription and stuff. Mm. But other than that, we just deliver the paper all month. Then like once a month, we go charge them. Okay. But like they appreciated just the simple fact that we like put it right there on the on the porch step. <laughs> See, you weren't like my me and my pops. <laughs> yeah, nah, we wasn't. Yeah, you weren't like me and my pops. We said it right there. Boom. You can put it there. We got the rewards. What are some cool gifts you got? It's just like cookies. Like it was mainly just like snacks. Like mm. maybe like ten dollars or five dollars, like some cards, but mm. it wasn't like no, no remote control cars or something. Mm. Yeah, that's so really thoughtful. <laughs> what would you say is like the wildest job you've ever had? Mm. Would that be it or wildest job? Honestly, I was blessed with great jobs. Yeah. No, like I never really like worked fast food. Maybe all right. The wildest job I'll say, we'll say Black Star Burger. It wasn't like a job job, but it kind of was. Like we had a restaurant, and I turned it to a nightclub. <laughs> and wow. our competitor was Shake Shack. Oh damn! And we were selling bottles of like classes over nine hundred dollars. Wow! And we uh, came up in the pandemic. Mm. Like everything was closed. Indoor Besides dining was closed. Outdoor dining was closed. It was the Lakers finale. We threw a party every day on Fairfax with the windows open. Wow. People standing. Like even if it was like we were over capacity just even if it wasn't COVID. 
hmm. you know so there's already issues <laughs> and we had a dj we didn't have a license for that we're doing a lot of things we shouldn't have <laughs> it worked out yeah and we didn't get caught until the fifth day and wow. there was two more games left i think and the lady said that they were going to come back on a day that was after the last two games. So after getting caught, we threw two more parties. Hey. And then that was all we needed. But it was like we brought in 50K in a week. Wow. And I brought in these Shout promoters out. that I had met, that I had been that trying to work so with. And then from doing that, you know, it's like I was able to get myself like a salary just from the money I was bringing in. And they started paying me to keep doing events. And I realized, like, all right, I'm getting paid to do events. I'm just going to do something dope events. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was doing something dope events. It was free entry, but it didn't matter because I was getting paid by the venue to produce the event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was doing a lot of them, like three times a week sometimes, you know, once every single week. Mm. Like we and did. what kind of events? Were they, like, music showcases? Yeah, we were doing ladies' night every week for, like, a month and a half. Ladies' night was really popping. Mm. I see why women, women are more often to go out, I feel like, and have a good time sometimes. Yeah, and just yeah, like the something dope events, like, it was just, like, curated artists, you know, vendors, and just doing a whole bunch of those. It wasn't huge, you know, like 100 people, 120 people. That's so dope, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's dope, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But really? that was probably the craziest job because no one cared about anything. I just kind of was able to do whatever. Mm. And the owner was wild. Like, he was wild. <laughs> he used to own a club. So he got back into club mode. Hey. <laughs> so let's go! Like, there was a girl dancing on the counter. And keep in mind, this is a burger restaurant. <laughs> you got that but spot lit. Turned it into a nightclub. That's amazing. Simply by blackening out the curtains and adding lights and a DJ. Uh, but there was like a girl dancing, like cheeks out on the bar, and he's just recording a video. <laughs> just like stood in there, just recorded. Like he'll just be on the couch, standing in the booth. Like imagine Shake Shack and people are just standing in the booth like a club. Yeah, like yeah, like a like a it's a chain, no. Yeah, it was literally like that. It's like in and out, you know. It's like, That's crazy. Like, like, in and out. Why are, in, why are we in in and out buying bottle service right now? <laughs> oh, no, but that, that's cool. he, he owned that. He was like the director of that. Why are we buying bottles yeah, in and out? There was a few partners, but everybody mm. was music industry people or club people or weed people, and I was like really passionate about events, and I had the ability to just do whatever. Mm, what so, beautiful freedom that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeremy said one time he was using the bathroom and a kid or I don't like not a kid just like a person asked him hey is this a club or a bar <laughs> and Jeremy was like it's a burger restaurant <laughs> neither neither why did I just pay $50 to get in here <laughs> <laughs> make it make sense I'm crying man um let's see i guess before we end it 
I'll say where I see myself in five years. Oh, I'm sorry. Where do you see yourself in no, five years? No, it's all good. I, I, I love the flow of the conversation. Before we okay, but we can end it with that. Okay. Five years. I see myself having music showcases. Like, just doing shows for, like, myself and, like, BKO artists. Like, people that are just kind of, like, in my clique. I see us doing shows, like, on the regular, like once a month like lit or like however so often mm-hmm. um i see my network just going through the roof i feel like even like the people i've networked with so far along this la journey in just a span of three years it's been amazing like even having this podcast and seeing the type of guests we can bring on this podcast it's like this podcast damn so like i know some lit you said people you rock king los on here nah nah soon though soon though soon though soon though soon though but nah, King Los was on Anu and Friends episode six, this web series that I have. And um he gave me this amazing like talk. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Anu and Friends. I got a King Los story. Episode six. You got a yeah. King Los story? Yeah, stupid. Oh man, we're gonna get to that King Lo story. We're gonna get to that story. <laughs> um and just thriving, just living life and just building platforms. And I do see myself bringing a lot of a lot of game back home and a lot of culture back home. In five years for sure. <laughs> Yeah, just bringing things back home and just, like, helping people in my hometown see and realize, like, they can do anything they set their mind to. Because they got the talent. The talent is in 508. They just got to believe in themselves a little bit more. And, like, you know, even shout out to everyone that's just been supporting the journey up to this point. Like, it really means so much. And I just want y'all to understand, like, y'all could do this shit too, bro. Like, I'm nobody special. Mm -hmm. You know, so just I see a lot more love, a lot more abundance, and a lot more shmoney. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So we can get into the King Lowe story. We can get to Anunnaki. Okay, good. Uh, King Lowe's? Yeah. Nah, Anunnaki. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get it. Do you believe aliens exist? Yes. Yeah. I actually bought this weed today. <laughs> it's called Alien Cookies. Hey. Okay. What do you think an alien is? Uh, Elon Musk. the the most obvious alien of all like uh, something that is what's the what's the owner of facebook the owner of facebook what's his name again you think he's alien something from out (laughs) of earth that can be a higher civilization or another that lives on another planet that comes down and affects earth i think that is what they have to affect earth no they don't have to affect earth but they're from outside of earth Right. You know, I so kind of think space might be. I kind of think aliens might be in the ocean. Yeah, I believe that too. I yeah, it's like in the depths they of tell the ocean, it's out, but it's also in. Yeah, because the UFOs, they have the technology to like just go zoop, 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 like go up into outer space and go deep in the ocean, like in a matter of an instant. I think that in in Earth and the outer space are connected. That you can go in the Earth to go outer space. I think that. Yeah, it's like because mm. what happens if you just go like if you just go into the Earth. Eventually, you're going to break the surface, the surface. Of the yeah. Yeah, there's some Touching. theories that we're underwater, and this is water. And, like, you look past Earth, and, like, we're getting out of water. I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel no water. <laughs> it's not water. It's just, like, vapor, and, like, air is just mist. Yeah. But there's, like, a theory of that. But the Anunnaki. There is a theory. I want to call it theory because it is proven. I believe it. Um... That there was a civilization that was a lot greater than us. We were hominids or monkeys at the time. And this is why we have the DNA that's connected to like 99% were cousins of, of monkeys. So they came down and 
they needed gold from their planet. Their planet like survived off of gold and didn't have any. So they need to venture off to other planets to achieve gold. Earth was one of them that had a vast amounts of gold. So they needed to mine the gold. They needed smart species to mine it. So they saw the hominid or the monkey and they combined its DNA with their DNA and made it ultimate slave race to mine gold. Wow. But since it combined it with their DNA, it became um, spiritual. It became like a deep thinking, thought, God-like creature, which we are. We have the image of God. So it's believed that that alien race came down and changed our DNA with monkeys. And this is why we are the way we are. And this is why we are also gods and creators and manifestors, because they were also that as well. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Even when it comes <laughs> to conspiracies, I'm a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. But no, no, I actually I actually feel like I would that's something I will believe. Yeah. The, the only thing It gets deeper. It's just my thoughts on it and what I've read on it. No, cuz I feel I do think that like, you know, like when you look at hieroglyphics and stuff, like I feel like aliens came and changed the game. Have yeah. you have you ever heard, sorry to cut you off. Have you ever heard of the Sumerian tablets? No. Okay, so it literally correlates to what you're saying. So the Sumerians were one of the first, if not the first, um, human race to record their technology, not record their history. So what they did, they etched their history into stone. Actually, what I have on my chest is known as cuneiform. This is Sumerian cuneiform. So this in Sumerian means love. And then this is also Sumerian cuneiform right here. This means Anu, which is like supreme ruler, like I was saying before. So they etched um, their history into these stone tablets, known as the Sumerian tablets. And the Sumerian tablets talks about their interactions with extraterrestrials what? and how the extraterrestrials taught them things. Like there's hieroglyphs of like every planet in our solar system with like size differences and perfect See, location. Even that too, it's like I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, how we know Saturn is out there? How? <laughs> How we know it got rings, huh? But the yeah. text is supposed to predate the Bible. So it's older than the Yeah, Bible. yeah, and it also predates the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, the Bible's the actually inspired from Wait, the Wait, uh, were planets first discovered? <laughs> That's a good question. We can look well, that Sumerians up. We have, knew. We have a device on our phone <laughs> that allows us to look up information. What's your guess? I don't even know. Whenever we discovered fucking telescopes, whenever we made that shit. Right, whenever Einstein or like... Yeah, I feel like it wasn't that far back. (laughs) But then it's just like, how do the Sumerians know, you know? The first... And even the pyramids. You know there's pyramids all over the earth, not just in Egypt? That's something I learned a couple years ago. Like, there's pyramids in fucking Mexico, China. The first planet was Uranus. It was discovered in March 13th, 1781. That's not that long ago. (laughs) They believed it was a comet. 1700s so then how do the you know what i'm saying this is like how do the hell sumerians know this that's like how you think you'd see mars first yeah i don't i don't know where uranus is and if it's the closest not the closest to us Mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah look in look into the sumerian tablets i think it's some things that you'll find very interesting when I looked in the Sumerian tablets, I was like, damn. And I started learning about ets it was weird i had this weird phase in my life like shortly after became after i became little death star where I just had like this big spiritual awakening and like all this information was literally like just coming to me. Like I was just finding random YouTube videos, meeting random people, 
Like, none of them correlated to, to each other, but they were all telling me the same information, which freaked me the fuck out. Mm. Like, why am I seeing this video on YouTube that's talking about this one specific topic, and then I'm going, getting a, uh, 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 what did we have when we went to New York? What was it called? Yeah, a tarot card reading yeah. uh, on the edge of New York in some weird boonie town, and this guy's telling me the same exact thing that I'm learning from this random, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it was, like, so many correlations, and, like, the information was just, like, even studying the Anunnaki, which just like blew my fucking mind, it bro. It opens your third eye, definitely. When like, you start and it, it's like it really opens your third, your third eye, third yeah. Eye, what they describe it as when you open your third eye, you start to see deeper than the picture what's in front of you. Yeah, it deepens your awareness. In the picture, like you see in between the lines. You know what I'm saying? Really yeah. You, mm -hmm. you got the third them. eye right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying. I'm I have saying. A third eye. Definitely, it's very open. It's no, D, O, D. It's big. I want. Do you ever meditate? Uh. Not much. Do you know? Do you know like how to? Uh, only the basic like like sit down and breathe and like kind of yeah, clear your mind. Like, like have it. your like mo like the same like whether you do the hum or like something else. You like, don't have to hum. You could just sit in silence and close your eyes and like for five minutes at a timer, close your eyes. Yeah, and while you meditate, you just focus on your breathing. Literally, just focus on breathing in for seven seconds and breathing out for seven and seconds. Like set a timer for five minutes and just do it. Yeah, all you need is at least five minutes a day. You know, but I'm I at a point. Picture where your third eye is usually right here i want you to picture i want you to close your eyes and picture it in your head and i want you to tell me what color your eye is <laughs> you can do it now if you want oh. <laughs> 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 yes. mine's is turquoise turquoise honest is red yeah it's like an ember red like the tip of a burning blunt red it's really cool you should try it yeah i'll figure it out yeah it's cool oh, but we should do this we should do this thing all right close your eye real quick close your eye all right in your eyes, I want you to see a rose, and I want you to picture the rose opening up. I want you to picture a bee flying on the rose and landing. This is the part that you, this is the part of the brain you use when you look to see what color your eye is. Okay, go open your eyes now. <laughs> Were you able to see? Yeah. Okay, lit. You'll be able to find out what color your eye is too. Use that part of your brain. Interesting. It's kind of part of mm -hmm. it. Can y'all see colors with music? Mm -hmm. mm. I never thought of that. Hmm. Have you seen colors in music? Yeah. yeah, I guess I do in a weird way because I feel like when I come, like even I recorded "I Love You Too" in its entirety in this exact studio, by the way. So, like, definitely, I feel like when I have a certain emotion that I'm feeling or direction that I'm going for, I definitely want to adjust the colors a certain way. I don't know if that kind of counts. Well, like every song has like a color that correlates to it. Yeah, that's, cool. I, that's like, facts. That's facts. You know, if you got like a beach Malibu song, it's yeah. probably like yellow or blue. Right, or right, right. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. But if you got like a metal song, it's probably like red or purple or mm -hmm. dark. You know, mm -hmm. you can like correlate the color to the actual thing. Yeah, R and B. You know, probably like maybe pink, maybe mm -hmm. purple, like light purple. Then I guess we do because I feel like. You know, like, with me and Divinity doing a lot of, like, our production, like, um, what's it called? In, in-house with, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, the last music video that we did for Lil Death Star dropping on the 18th. Be sure, be ready for that. Where is Lil mm -hmm. Death Star? Um, we creative directed that whole thing. And, like, we seen, like, certain colors, like, that we wanted to appeal in the music and, like, certain hues that we use with, like, the light on the camera. We had red and stuff. So, now I definitely feel you on that. And I feel like when I see music, like I think of, I see the whole image in my head. Yeah. The whole music video, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, which is a cool. Even thing. when I record music nowadays, it's like I don't even write lyrics anymore. Mm -hmm. You know 
I'm saying shout out Ray Dower, shout out shout out Lucky. Um, I don't even write lyrics anymore. I just feel it. I just lucky, huh? Who's lucky? Uh, my homie. Um, I I, you might have met him before. Met him him before. I keep hearing this name Lucky, like at our office. Well, there's a couple Luckies. So there's like this mainstream, like like almost mainstream rapper. Not a mainstream person, no. Yeah, named Lucky. He's like kind of popular a little bit. Can you show me your friend Lucky real quick? Yeah, I got you. I might have met him the other day. Okay, but. Um, but yeah, like, you know, working with him, working with Ray Dower, I'm just like, they, they're so focused on like not writing their lyrics. Ray Dower's lit. I remember seeing him. Yo, Ray yeah. Dower. He was at Oxytocin. Yeah. He's yeah Ray this Dower's is him. Lit. You could go through his ground if you want. Shout out Lucky Man. Um, but yeah, like ever since seeing them like do their thing, I'm just like, man, especially Ray Dower. Shout out Ray Dower. Like he came over. We had booked, we had booked him for our Oxytocin event. Mm-hmm. He came over my crib and we're like, I'm like, yo, bro, let's make music. He's like, all right, I'm with it. So literally, like, I'm recording my verse. I'm writing my verse and he's sleeping. I'm writing my verse. I'm spitting my shit, getting it right, lay it down. I tap him. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm done. He's like, all right, go. He goes to do his verse. He doesn't whip out a pen, a pad, phone, nothing. He just like freestyle some shit. Fire as fuck. And it goes back to sleep. And I'm writing my verse. <laughs> I'm like, bro, how's he doing this shit? I lay down my verse again. I tap him. He does the same thing. I'm like, bro, what? Like, how is he sleeping? <laughs> That's fucking And, like, recording fire dollar. while he's sleeping. And he not writing nothing? Mm-hmm. Ever since that day, and then seeing my homie Lucky go in the booth and just, like, not write at all, I'm just like, man, I, got need, to, I need to learn this shit. Do you take the brief naps and wake up? I don't take the brief naps and wake up. <laughs> That's but, wild. You know what I'm saying? That pen and pad gone, man. It's, it's like, just like... Consciousness and, like coming out it's like straight it's straight like channeling channel. bro it's like becoming one with the universe mm-hmm. and like just channeling like whatever comes into your mind or your being mm-hmm. just like i don't know letting it flow That's just learning to just flow mm-hmm. you know i feel like it's 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 a superpower to just like be just flow with the universe you know even in just like everyday life just learn to just like be like water you know because like yes. like king lo said in anu and friends episode six man check it out he said, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to get to that. He said, um, <laughs> no, I swear we're going to get to that. As soon as I'm done saying what I'm about to say right now, <laughs> King Lo said, it is what it is. It was, was it what it was, and it will be what it will be. Now, let, let's get into Jonah's King Lo story. Oh, it's a stupid story. It's really <laughs> short. Aww. Let's get it. All it is is. I deleted his number out of my ex's phone. Damn. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> they weren't even texting. <laughs> You're like, nah, he didn't yeah. <laughs> We were just in an argument. And I was like, you know what? Give me a phone. Why is this here? <laughs> why is this here? <laughs> Delete. <laughs> yeah. I'm crying. That's, That's funny. That's the whole story. <laughs> hey, like a we made the people wait for that one. <laughs> he was supposed to say that a minute ago. I know, bro. Um, I'm also loving your. Your beard combo. How are you feeling with it? Man, it's growing really on me, but I like yeah. it, man. I like it, man. I'm That's shooting a right. crazy ass music video for my my highly anticipated tape. I love you too. Um, so excited to put that out into the world and just pour more love into the universe, bro. And yeah, we're shooting a video with my beautiful vixens, Divinity, and guy. Kayla. Shout out, Kayla. Love you. Um, yeah, so I'm like, man, let me just further discover this being called Honor the Deity. No grill today, huh? 
Nah, no grill today. But I'm gonna have, have a grill during the music video shoot, though. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm excited. The studio's booked. We have a very nice space and a very good song that I'm gonna shoot it for. And it's gonna be dope. That's you know what I'm saying? So stay tuned for that. But Great. definitely stay tuned for Lil Death Star's next song. Where is Lil Death Star dropping on the 18th? Let's go. That's next Friday. That's, that's seven next days. Friday. That's seven. That's a couple days. That's seven a days. couple days. You know what I'm saying? Where the pre-save so, link at? <laughs> oh, shit. I might have to put. I might have to put one. No kizzy. No, that's no. a good idea. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. But with Take that right being here. said, man, um, you know, Jordan, I appreciate you, bro. Um, thank you so much for for taking the time to come down and just. Kick it bro You know I feel like Silk We talk. definitely gave a lot of game That was some silky talk We gave a lot of game bro A lot yeah. of game I know like I just feel it in my soul Like this conversation Is one of those conversations Like in five years from now People are gonna look back At this conversation And they're just gonna Let's be like go. Damn And they're gonna feel inspired You know this I really do feel like In my, in my heart Like this is gonna help A lot of people And inspire a lot of people hey, you feel me? So thank work you Work hard Stay consistent mm-hmm. Be a good person. Be a good person. That's all you gotta do. Oh man, thank you. Um, Appreciate y'all for sure. Thank you. And what's next for something dope? What's next for Jordan? There's a lot right now, honestly. Like I just want to cancel everything <laughs> <laughs> to do this other stuff. If you feel like you need to. Yeah, like we uh, are in talks about doing something in Atlanta in like ooh, well, probably like six that. weeks. Oh look. I got a text today with date options for Denver, Colorado. And I had a call like last Friday or Saturday about Oklahoma. So those three cities, um, like I'm hoping to do it like in the next two, three months, all three of them. Mm. Uh, But we've been invited to Italy, you know. Wow. I got a text the other day about somebody saying they might be able to get us a deal with Live Nation or something. That's big. So, working on the label. Really, it's just like, all right, we know where we're going. Now, let's just take a step back, refine different content strategy things. Uh, About to roll out, like, more of that here soon. You know, we've been making a bunch of new pages. The ladies' night next week is going to be bananas. We just Mm -hmm. got this insane venue. It's, like, crazy. Mm. So nuts. It's like a freaking shopping mall, basically. Damn. Wow. It's like two escalators in the venue. Wow. Let's get it. Not even stairs, escalators. Damn, not even stairs, escalators. We leveling up on your ass. But really, you know, uh, tour. Oof. You have artists you'd want to bring on the tour and shit. Anybody can come. Oof. You just got to get there. Would you Oof. want to be artists local to the spot? Or we're going like to tour the same event we do. It'll just be like we're bringing it to the city, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the same thing we do in L.A., we'll just do it in other cities. Mm. People can travel from whatever they want to come wherever we are. Mm-hmm. But, like, cool. we'll be expecting the mainly the people that live there to come. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so you just... Bringing that energy out of those communities that they need—that's beautiful. Yeah, dope. This is so much. I'm I'm excited. Here. I'm excited to just see the vision fall into place, bro. You know what I'm saying I'm wishing you nothing but abundance with that for real. I'm excited to see your vision come to life. I appreciate excited. Let's go. Tape coming out. Let's tape go. coming out, man. Where's little Death Star dropping on the 18th? I love you too. Dropping soon. And then it's good. You can vend on the same day, or mm-hmm. you might be celebrating the release. It's the same day. Type uh, shit, type shit. Friday, right? Yeah. 
I, mean, I haven't been to ladies' night in a while, so I'm honored. You could definitely do full time, like at least just do like, maybe like one or two markets a week. I'm okay. trying to like, tell her to do these markets. Like, do I don't the want to market. Yeah, you know I'm show my labels. I'm so proud of them. Oh yeah, we gotta show you the labels. My label. I'm very proud of my label. Yeah, I will show you after the That's good. podcast. Mm-hmm. I have them on my phone. Nice. <laughs> well, do you, do you have any final words for the viewers? Um. Expect some changes from Healing with Divinity. Expect an upgrade. I feel like I upgrade, upgraded a lot. I feel like last year for my, last year for New Year's, I wanted to just change like inner work. And I feel like I did inner work last year and this year is about outer work. And like, I like changed my look and like, I'm changing my brand. I'm just like ready to like, I've done inner, I'm working on outer. Now I'm just like, feel like complete and I'm ready to be back out. So it's, I'm excited. I'm excited for Healing Divinity and the changes. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm really excited to, you know, help you bring this uh, vision I to really life. I appreciate your help, Poppy. Thank you. Yeah. And, and likewise, you know, Look I appreciate you. Goals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I definitely appreciate you helping me bring my vision to life as well. And, um, you know, I hope this is inspiring to, to, to someone out there. You know, you got a room full of hustlers all just, you know, manifesting what they want. Go get Go it, get it. Man. We from small towns. My city mm-hmm. was 100,000. His was 80,000. That part, that yeah. part. It was like 70,000, 80,000 people. Yeah. Shout out to 508. With that being said. You know crazy? What? Where I was is 580. 580? No Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> A lot of similarities, man. Wow. Yeah. Just like repeating like a little different way. <laughs> Love that, man. Love that, man, man. This got to have you inspired. So Top Podcast, episode nine. We love you. We appreciate you. Episode 10 coming out soon. We got to do something special for episode 10. If you're watching this, give us some yeah, cool what ideas. Do you think we do for episode give 10? us some cool ideas. We want to incorporate your guys' output. Some bars maybe? We don't want y'all to be just. Huh? Incorporate some bars. What do you mean? Like a bars day. For who? You gonna, you got spit? Oh, you gonna you gonna spit on? You gonna spit on? So you talking lyrics? Okay, <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah We'll talk them. about it. We'll talk about yeah, it we'll offline. See, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We have to do something for time. You're right. We'll do something. We're gonna figure something out. But hey, we love y'all, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. It helps a lot. Um, share it with your mom, your dad, your auntie, your uncle. Shout out Mix Recording Studios. I love you too. Dropping soon. This is your host, Under the Deity. Jordan. Where is little Death Star dropping on the 18th? Right. Shout, out Shout out my nigga Jordan. Shout out the Divinity. prettiest cute co-host in the gang. Thank you. We love you guys. Peace. Peace. See you episode 10. See you in two weeks. Where's the Death Star? We're gonna do for episode 10. Out soon. I gotta think about that. Yeah, no. We do. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Let's go. I get it. Do I get to keep the road? Oh man. <laughs> oh, shit, nah. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate oh. you, Brody. Yeah. Hey, appreciate oh,